Did you get Scott or Aaron? It's about the same. Doesn't it's like matter. the same. You got one of us, right? Yeah. That's all that matters. Do you notice that I have like Thanksgiving lights? I went, I went for Thanksgiving lights. Uh, I'm colorblind, so I, I noticed oh, that there were lights on. But... They're orange and white. Oh, yay. How much fun. Because you can't get a brown light. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Bob Says and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, finding magic, and the power of nostalgia. On this episode, we're talking about our reactions to the Book of Boba Fett trailer and Home Sweet Home Alone. Jungle Cruise 2's news starts to bruise. Get your Sunday best dry cleaned because Disney Plus Day is here. How will you celebrate? And in our main segment, we chat about the Robbins family's recent trip down to the happiest place on Earth. What did they see? What did they do? And is the magic alive and well? My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic. That's me. That's him. Hey! Absolute Aaron Roberts. Hey, how's it going? I'm back in Northern back. California. You are back. Absolute. I took a picture for you when we were down there. I was driving. We we followed Google, and, and sometimes it takes you into really, really rough neighborhoods, uh-huh. which is fine for me because I like to look at all which the graffiti. Which you do not take highways? You just go like, no, oh, give me every surface street there is. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And so we were in this really sketchy area, but there was a lot of graffiti, and there was one that was uh, was Absolute written. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, I got to And so I took a picture of it. But underneath it, the tag underneath it was UT, uh, UTI. As in uh, like uh, urinary tract infection? Yeah. <laughs> so I, was like, like, I was like, this UTI? person takes takes test results very seriously. Very much. Well, how will I know what, what's this is positive or negative? Like, we put it up on a wall. We'll tag it. We'll tag it <laughs> tag on a wall. It. Yeah. We get our XD over here, and he puts it up on the wall. Great. Let's we get, have a big show. 82? 82. 82. And we have had a week off. Yes. It feels like, even though we have not, we have not recorded like? for a week, Yeah, it feels like it's been... 25 years since yeah. we've hung out. Yep. The kids are doing great. They both uh, got jobs with NASA. They did. And then they did a program, and I haven't it, seen them. I haven't seen them millennia. Beautiful families from I, what uh, I, uh, last time I saw them. Martians. Right? Legit Martians. I mean, again, beautiful families. Yeah. It has. It feels like it's been forever, especially when you go away for, I was out for four days. Right. Uh, when you're just completely separated from your job and all that stuff. Like that feels like forever. But like we also uh, peeked behind the curtain. Ooh, peek behind. We had a Storm and Robin's family celebration. I don't think that's a big enough word. What What would you call it? I would call it like a, a snuggle straganza. Oh, snuggle straganza. Yeah, that's what I would we call it. We did have a snuggle straganza. Oh, yeah. A pre-Halloween snuggle straganza where, I, I mean, I, I don't even know. That was the last time we got together. Yeah. Was for our snuggle straganza. Yeah. Which was the all, all the families. Yeah. All the families getting together. It was fun. It was, I, I would say it was bedlam. It was bananas. Uh-huh. Do you recall how many things we did that evening? A lot. <laughs> I just kept going home. I don't think we got home till like 11. Like, I think you came over in the early afternoon. It was like 3.30. And we just kept doing things. Yeah. And it was like, 
why don't we do this now? I was okay. like nine. We hadn't even started the movie yet. And, and then I was like, are we going to watch a movie? Because I got more stuff to talk about. It was like, like 930 ah. at night by the time you the kids get... started a movie. Yeah. And that was after they lit sparklers and fireworks. Sparklers on fire. Yeah. They did plays in the, and then and, and there was one wheeling involved. We, we, we went one wheeling. It was so odd. It was one wheeling and this car came by and you like, because you live in the neighborhood. It's yeah. your neighborhood. You've been there. So this car went by and they, you like waved at them or whatever. Yeah, you, you like waved him or said hi or whatever, this car that drove by. And okay. then the car drove by me, and they're like, hi, Aaron. And I'm like, yes, oh. that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's right. You were realized. You were yes. uh, one of our listeners, yeah. uh, uh, Bantha Tear, drove past you and called you out. And you're yes. like, why, do, why does that person know who yeah. I am? Right. So, oh, they're a listener. Yeah, that's fun. I just wish I'd been on better behavior. You were on great behavior. Okay. That's, that's wasn't, I wasn't like dressed in any Bantha stuff. I wasn't doing tricks on the one wheel. I was just kind of like, oh, my feet hurt. Oh, man. <laughs> man my knees. Oh, man. Oh, my knees. Well, it was it was a delightful evening having you Yay. there. And then the next day was Halloween. Yes. How was your Halloween? Uh, it was good. We had a bunch of girls come over to the house from my kid's school and had, you know, I don't know, eight, nine people with us and just- Like all together? Like yeah, all, all we all went together oh, as a big great. group and and stayed out for a long time. I want to say like yeah. an hour, hour and a half. Oh, that's fun. Uh, trick-or-treated from the cops three or four times. They just kept giving us candy. Well, and, all right. Yeah, and that was yeah. fun. So uh, my wife, who does not dress up for Halloween- Yes. Just, just realized that my love language is cosplay. dressing up for Halloween. Yeah. And surprising me with a Halloween costume. So the kids were like, hey, hey, there's something in the hall- hallway you have to see. And so I went in the hallway and in the dark, she's dressed up as the ghost librarian yeah. from Ghostbusters. And you didn't know anything about that? I had no idea. Oh, that's sweet. And it sweet. was delightful. Yeah. So it was like we had a couple's costume. We've never we've never done a couple's costume before. How much fun. It was wonderful. Anybody so get that costume? Uh, there was a the number of people that were like, so you are Ghostbuster, and she and is. You are, and it was like, oh, she's a librarian. She's playing ghost. your mom. She's a librarian. <laughs> your grandmother. <laughs> she's she playing, playing your grandmother. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, but it was like once you said like, oh, she's a librarian ghost from Ghostbusters. Like, oh, yeah. And then people who were in the Ghostbusters know, right? When they saw her, and they saw her and I together, she was carrying a book, and she was telling people to shh. And so when it. they saw that, they were like, that's the greatest. Costume How much ever. fun. It was a lot what of fun. a sweet thing to it was do. It a lot of fun. Speaking of Ghostbusters. Yeah, lots of billboards in LA, man. They're everywhere. Are they? Are they yeah. everywhere? I am so excited for Afterlife. It's coming out next week. I am just really, really excited. I've taken a Force Awakens approach to this. I have not watched, I watched oh, the initial yeah. trailer. I haven't watched anything Go clean. Else. Yeah. I'm going as clean as possible. This is a show that talks about the power of nostalgia. Yeah. And I realize that Ghostbusters is not a Disney property, no. nor is it a Star Wars property. But there's a part of me that really, really wants to talk about it on this show. I think we I'm should. curious to know what you think about that. Either oh. talk about the original Ghostbusters or to sort of review Afterlife together. I think for a long time on the show, I, we've I've, I'm trying to. Part of the process of the show is trying to identify this thing I'm about to explain. Yes. And this thing is that there's there's this thing that happened in the '80s. It, it was it was commercialization, but nostalgization. That something happened that when you saw a logo for something and everything kind of worked together, it created this very unique, special feeling about the property because it not really happened in our culture before sure and so you would look at like uh, glasses you know like a drink glasses or something that would come out from circle k when secret of nin came out and for like a, yeah. a week this sort of weird magic would happen and that's it, it wasn't disney magic but it wasn't far away from it either where you felt like everything in the world kind of bended 
to the thing that you're interested to in. that I'm interested yeah. in. It seems like the whole world is interested into it and, it, and and I get to think about it a lot. And Ghostbusters was one of that thing where that logo uh, feels very Disney to me. First of all, sure, it, yeah, it, it has such a you know a spongy or like a like a squatch and stretchiness to it and sure. a roundness to it. When that logo came out and it, like such a right like that logo. Any other logo that's not that logo could have ruined that franchise. That, that was just, it's, it's like, not it's, scary. It looks no, homegrown. It, like it these dudes would have come up with this maybe. Very, and it's just super iconic. That's the other yeah. thing is it's just, uh, it, it defines the movie. In a lot yeah, of it does. And so, yeah. and the song and so, and so the song was a hit and that just, now that just happens all the time. Everything is sort of like this opportunity to plus something else, but then everything that came together in this very unique way. And I think that for me is what this show it's kind of, I was trying to find a word for that or trying to describe that sure. experience of when somebody says, how was your Disney trip? And it's like, I don't know, man, it, it, it was big. It was a lot of stuff. And I don't know how to explain that. Ghostbusters is the same thing. Star Wars is the same thing. Yeah, Back right. to the future. Those are things that are like, I don't know, there's something iconic and nostalgic and magic about the whole thing. And so I'm, I'm, I would love to talk not only a little bit about the movie and what we thought, but a little bit about what our history of Ghostbusters was, I would what love it that. meant to us. I mean, obviously I would love that. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, these, there are tentpole releases that come out uh, and they don't come out very often. Yeah. Uh, the, honestly, The Force Awakens is probably one of the last ones I can think of where it was like this thing that they reached back into my childhood and I have that childhood excitement and right. wonder yeah, yeah. for what it could be. And uh, and Ghostbusters is that. And, yeah. and, you know, we can, again, when we talk about it, we can talk about what that franchise, that movie me, meant to me as a kid means to me now. And so I, I just, Again, I know it's a little uh, left of center, right of center of what the show yeah. is. We got permission from our Instagram group. And yet at the same time, it just feels like if we talk about these things, we talk about what what the power of nostalgia is. It It is outside of Disney at times. It is outside of Star Wars. It's not in a lot of things necessarily but ghostbusters is one of those things so i, I would yeah. love i would love the permission to be able to talk about it in, next, in an upcoming show yeah awesome i would love that and i'll go see it yeah all right okay so what do you say we crack open some sodas because i'm thirsty oh yeah you brought some sodas for us yeah i went to uh Gelco's market which is on the border of pasadena it's one of the oldest like in foreign you know or uh, you know imports yeah. stuff yeah, it yeah. has a deli there now now over the years it's turned into strictly sort of uh you know adult drinks beer wine and then tons of soda pop from all over the place just all over yeah, any okay. any any just weird soda or uh, you know indie soda it's a great place for indie soda yeah. in the sort of pasadena area so we stopped by there on the way home and i was like oh i'm gonna get a couple of a couple of root beers for the show root, root brewskis so a couple of brewskis so we got a hippo size jumbo root beer big in flavor and then we got a brownie caramel cream root beer Let's crack these puppies open. All right, let's do it. And then you can... While you're doing this... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a moment to... Oh, oh my goodness. You're, you're now... Uh, root beer just exploded everywhere. Yes, it did. And we also don't have anything to mop up the root really? beer that exploded everywhere. Do we uh, need to I'll, take a break? Yeah, no, I'll, to, run, I'll take just Take a quick break while we get some uh, paper towel or something. <laughs> oh, goes. gosh. That one's going to open, too? All right, that one opened cleanly. Okay, I'm going to run to the bathroom. The other one was a problem, I'm going to admit. All right. Do you need any help with this? It's like when we almost lit the other studio on fire. Well, that was a, an explosive bit. Uh, if you're looking for a quick review of the hippo size, what experience you, you can't uh, you can't shake that at all. Uh, no, don't or, even don't even jostle it, it in any way. Volcano. So we're gonna start with the brownie caramel cream here. Hold on, and uh, get that right underneath. All right, this is uh, this is brownie. Brownie is the the label. Caramel cream root beer. Brownie caramel cream. Oh my goodness! First of all, 
It's got a good bouquet, right? As you, yeah. Not a lot of like uh, foamies. Not a lot of foamies nope. on this mm-hmm. one. The hippo. It's definitely got a caramely flavor. Like that to it. is, yeah. That's not just that's not root beer with just a different logo on it. Like that's a different taste profile. Yeah, this is. Um, yeah, it's it's gotten it definitely has a heavily heavy caramel. Very caramely. If you were to if you were to flavor root beer with caramel, this is that's what this tastes. Yeah. Like. Sort of almost almost like a cream soda. Yummy. You know that's tasty. It's like a dessert root beer. Like dessert root beer is already root beer's already a dessert root beer, but that's like a dessert root beer. Next up, hippo sized <laughs> beverages. <laughs> root beer. All right, this is the fat hippo. What is this called? Yeah, hippo size. Hippo size. Hippo size beverages. This is the one that exploded all over the studio <laughs> just now. Yeah, this one's on the board over thousands of dollars of podcasting. I mean, that's equipment. okay. We didn't, you know. I like that brownie. All right, hippo size. My my preference would be the brownie, brownie oh, caramel yeah. cream for sure. You don't mind if I smoked you? <laughs> oh my gosh, you got candy cigarettes? Yeah, apparently they're not good anymore. Remember when I made a request that's, to get me candy that's cigarettes? That's why I got you candy cigarettes. How is this possible? Apparently, How is it possible these things are even available they're, anymore? They're not the same as when you and I were kids. Like this with is the garbage. wrapper. Yeah. But they used to have a wrapper on it, and you'd blow like you, powder out. Yeah, of you them. blow powder, so it looked like it was smoke. This has been described to me as like a fun, st- like the dipping part of like a fun dip stick, like a, a lick, lick, lick them sticks. Yeah, exactly. How weird that they still manufacture. I mean, like we want to pr- we want to pretend to smoke s- real young, right? Exactly. They can I go play smoke? Well, sure. Go get your big league chew and your candy cigarettes. Aaron, What's we're going to get into news. Okay, but I'm before excited. we do that, Locked I would like them. you to tell our Bantheteers, our listeners, yeah. about our Patreon. We have a Patreon that has lots of behind-the-scenes content on it, some several travel videos, some behind-the-scenes videos, and then lots and lots of audio content of Scott and I just sitting back, seeing where a conversation goes about growing up, about growing old, about you know trying to make stuff and do stuff. And Sometimes I feel stuff. like the Patreon audio content is as good, if not better, than Bob's Doesn't Bantha. My kids feel that way. Well, thanks for like, a of confidence, Robin's kids. <laughs> well, they're just like, I like when you and Scott just kind of like, see where it goes. And, yeah, it uh, just feels sort of like uh, just us kicking back, talking about life. Yeah, and that's how. It is. so that's what's over on the Patreon. You can get hours and hours and hours of that content. For, a, for whatever. I don't know how Patreon works. You go there, you subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, would you recommend anybody who's not checked it out to check it out? Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. If, you like, if you like this sort of content, you want it a little less unstructured, you want to hear the thoughts behind the thoughts, I, we would lo- We would love to have you over there. Also, before we get into the news, I want to take a moment to thank our listeners. Okay. Who leave us five-star written reviews yes, over on Apple Podcasts. That makes my day. You are the unsung heroes of, uh, of our podcast. And in particular, I'd like to thank a listener... Kaka Pizza is okay, just his like, or her name. Pepperoni. I think so. Uh, he, I'm going to say he. He left us a five-star review that says, giving a five-star review so that they will read the following. Oh, Obviously, no. Obviously, Kaka Pizza knows that if you, uh, if you leave a five-star review, we will read your review Uh-oh. on the podcast. And here is what Kaka Pizza had to say. Kaka Pizza says, I'm giving this review because they are fun to listen to and usually read the five-star reviews, so I want to hear the following read back to me on the podcast. All right. The Rise of Skywalker is trash, and The Last Jedi is great, and people who don't care either way just say they hate it because their friends do. The Holdo Maneuver alone should make the most hateful fans calm down and count to 10 before rage tweeting. Also... The Ronto rap is an underappreciated gem of the parks. Good oh, show, understood. boys. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I, the the Ronto rap, I hear that all day long. There was quite a, I don't know if it, there was quite a lot of fuss about it when it came out of sure. it being like the only good food in Disneyland for a little while. But it's not something you hear a lot about. Well, uh, it's, it's clearly uh, clearly lifted up high. Yeah. By Cockapizza. They don't really know what they're doing with that corridor right there. You know, they got like popcorn in there, like trail mix, and then the Ronto wraps is, is there. So they're, 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 still, they're, they're still trying to figure trying it out. But yeah, the Ronto wrap, I hear amazing things. I think I have had one so much so that I don't remember. Well, what a memorable experience what that is was. His, uh, what's his jive there on Star Wars? He's saying that the Haldo maneuver is an excellent maneuver. And yeah, people... excellent maneuver. Rise of Skywalker is not good. Last Jedi was great. Haldo maneuver is amazing. Yeah. That's, that's the jet. I feel like there's a lot to unpack here in there this review. A, that's a big five-star review. That five-star five star review, review can have its own episode. I think this five-star review may have a couple of episodes, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. So, uh, Pizza, you will have to, first of all, thank you so much for the review. Yes, leave reviews Second like that. Second of all, you will have to join us because I've been thinking about this, Aaron. Tell me. We have not reviewed a single Star Wars I know. movie on this show yet. That's so there are weird. at least 10 to go through at this point. 11? 11 to go through at this point. And I feel like at some point we got to start that. So maybe in 2022 we start reviewing Star Wars. Yeah. And we talk about The Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi. I think it'd be fun. I am teaching a storytelling class. You are. Next semester. Yeah. And I got this, the you know the stuff that I'm supposed to do from the person that wrote the course. Yeah. And one of the first homework assignments is to watch Star Wars. <gasps> and here's the interesting thing, though. Like, when you sample a college class of, of kids that are, you know, were born in 2002, whatever it is, yeah, 2000, right. uh, yeah. some of them will have not seen I know. a Star Wars. I know. So it'll be really interesting to do some recording in the class of what that experience was like watching it for the first time yes. before and after. Can I join you for that yeah. experience? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would very much like that. Yeah, fun. What do you say we yodel in that news? Okay, it seems like it's time. We're back to the normal show, back to the normal yodel. Yeah. All the cobwebs and can't phantom stuff came off. Uh, Maybe we revisit cobwebs and phantoms for Ghostbusters. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Probably Makes not. sense. Probably not. <laughs> It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. So you wanna go to Tashi Station to get power converters. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's yodel in that news. <laughs> yodel. Are you going up higher or am I going up higher? I'm going oh, down. We're going to go lower. Going down. <laughs> okay. low. right. Yodeling in the news. What do we got? I have to watch some trailers. You apparently. have to watch some trailers. While you were gone, the Book of Boba Fett trailer came out. Yeah. And I need to get your reaction to it. This is not what I was expecting from this show. Oh, me neither. Now, oh wow, there's Scott. Oh, I just watched a trailer <laughs> oh, about boy. Boba Fett. Oh boy! You know, you know what he is. In, in addition to being a bounty hunter, what's that? He likes to orate. He's an orator. He, I, a lot of monologuing. A lot of monologuing is mostly the things yeah. he majored in when he went to Star Wars College. Descriptive storytelling. <laughs> yeah, the, narrative storytelling, if you will, yeah. but like by one person. Yeah, and then there's like a there's a flip. Like normally, when when somebody's young, they they talk a lot and they don't know when to like you know like hey buddy dial it dial it back right. But when Boba Fett is young, he doesn't say anything. Doesn't Very say mysterious. A thing. Now in his old age, he's like 
can't shut up. <laughs> I got a lot to say about about the way you should rule. I've been holding my tongue for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's Boba's time now. Look, I want to I want to be a good leader. I want feedback. We're doing brown bun. Oh, we're doing brown brown bagging it. We're brown bagging it. We're going to do a standing brown meeting. Brown bag lunches. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do stand ups every morning. Uh, parts of this look really cool, and parts of this, I'm like, oh, you made it. It definitely feels like a TV show. So, I, Boba Fett. I, I've, I think on this show, I've taken the stance of like, I never wanted to see Boba Fett come back. Right. Yes, you I'm, did. Take I that. am of the Star Wars fan that believes that Boba Fett's story is more interesting, not knowing anything about him, yeah. and the fact that he got uh, eaten by the Sarlacc is a very unceremonious end to a very cool-looking villain. Right. And there's a lot of stories you could tell in his past, but I like the sort of clean break. When he came back from The Mandalorian, I was hesitant, and then I warmed to him. Yeah. And by the end of Mandalorian Season 2, I was like, okay, I'm glad Boba Fett's back. It, it wouldn't be have been the way I would wanted to want it to happen, but I'm glad he's back. I think when they... This trailer really tries hard... To make Boba Fett look super cool, which I feel like, again, most Boba Fett As cool fans, as you can make somebody look walking and sitting. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and I think they try really, really hard to make you feel like that. Yeah. Like you watch, you're like, yeah, Boba yeah. Fett show. Yeah. But I got to admit that when they announced the book of Boba Fett, I was like, oh, what could this be is? Yeah. I thought this was going to be maybe single serving stories, anthology series of like adventures that Boba Fett got into. Yeah. Maybe getting out of the Sarlacc and the six plus years since it's been that he was at in Jabba's palace to the time that he reclaimed Jabba's throne. Like I thought it was going to be sort of a fill in the gaps type of series, but that is not this. This is a continuing series. This is but where Boba Fett ended at the end of Mandalorian and now going forward which is just very different than what I would have picked for a TV series. Yeah, me too. I, and the trailer, I mean, I'll be honest with you, just, you know, you got to let it be a little bit raw. I mean, I thought that trailer was not good. It, it did oh, not yeah. do, it didn't do anything for me in terms of like, uh, I think what people would expect from that trailer is this is your first time out with the property. Probably don't need any talking. Honestly, you probably need, yeah, sure. you probably need some environmental stuff. You probably need him, uh, firing his sidearms, that's something you can't see in a very careless or uncaring, seemingly uncaring way where you're like, mm-hmm. is he bad? Is he just good? Sort of like walking by and, and firing just, a shot? And yeah. And, and so there's a lot of, you needed a lot of mystery, a lot more of, of that sort of Bubba Fett ethos. Uh, this, he seems like he, uh, got promoted to school counselor and oh, he's yeah. like, I'm going to take it serious. Or this maybe time, vice principal, principal. Yeah. He's now vice, yeah. vice principal, principal. Yeah. And they're like, we don't think you're going to take this job serious. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm though. really going to like, do a great job. I'm going to do a great job. And it's, it just it feels like I've I'm read worried. a lot of leadership development books. I've been I that's what I've mostly been doing. Yeah, I'm I, a big fan of Lencioni, huge fan of Lencioni. That's <laughs> yeah, what and I do. I just think that I can bring a lot so of so Jabba to this job. not was not a Lencioni guy, he wasn't a Stephen Covey guy. Nope, he was he just wasn't. and so things are going to be different. Thing. It was his own thing, but that's what causes downfall. And I think he's talking and talking, everybody's like, Oh, bring Jabba back. <laughs> this is insufferable. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I just it doesn't feel like Bubba Fett. It doesn't feel like who Bubba Fett would age to. And it feels like it's just this is just a TV show with TV show plots put on top of Bubba Fett. I'm sure I'll be wrong. The Mandalorian felt that way at the beginning and really built built sure. towards something right. very special, like a very special Star Wars moment was built on that. Oh, I was going to say, does this feel like uh, the Sopranos in a galaxy far, far away? Like, that's I guess what so. This yeah. Well, certainly for. some of the imagery, or very, yeah. like a very safe, a very safe gangster mob yeah. type. So of it certainly story. has that imagery. Everything in it is, uh, un, 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 
unstar warsly clean and i don't understand mm, that mm-hmm. he's clean she's clean the even the villains seem kind of clean so even the like, java's throne room seems yeah. sort of clean so you guys like doing... got a good dusting yeah uh, in the time that he took over exactly so i don't know it, it didn't do anything for me i would have rather 60 seconds of unconnected shots just showing yes Boba doing what he does and then one line at the end that's like java did it this way i'm gonna do it that way that would that would have been plenty i think that's also interesting because he makes that comment like java ruled with fear i'm going to rule with respect yeah and i'm thinking like yeah but java did a pretty good job yeah like if fear if fear or respect are the options boba fett like i think you should go for fear yeah to be totally honest it really works in this galaxy when you're a little bit removed known as the most feared bounty hunter so why not just keep leaning into that a little yeah respect you have to keep proving your it's really a lot of work i would go i would go you gotta earn it a lot more yeah yeah and you're more nimble than job i think his downfall was he couldn't move. He, he couldn't, couldn't move. Right. That, and you, that's you could pivot all day long. Very good at pivoting. Yeah. So I think that's probably where Jabba's downfall was. Jabba really had just one plane he could move on. One plane. Like, horizontal plane. Yeah. You got horizontal and vertical because you yeah. got that jetpack. He's Yeah. He, he made some oversights. You know, no chains and maybe get some remote control on your little platform there. And good. Bubba Fett, he's already got that stuff dialed. It's true. Yeah. Let's talk about another. Okay. Uh, another Disney production that Ooh-oh. is near and dear to our heart. Oh. And I say that somewhat sarcastically. Oh, 101 Dalmatians, you got to be talking about. Oh, no, I'm talking about the Jungle Cruise live action movie. Yeah. More importantly, I'm talking about the sequel to Jungle Cruise. Oh, good. Jungle Cruise 2. Whew. There's a little news that came out about this recently. The, uh, the, the producer of the Jungle Cruise, now, of course, the movie was co-produced by Dwayne the, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. But... Uh, along with him was Hiram Garcia, mm-hmm. uh, who is also a co-producer. And he talked a little bit about uh, what Jungle Cruise 2 could look like. Oh, they, good. They, uh, they have already announced that they are going to do a sequel or follow-up to the Jungle Cruise. And he said, I think one thing fans can expect is our heroes covering more territory. Oh, good. Our first movie mainly went between London and the Amazon, Really, just the Amazon. Yeah. Bookend started in London, but, you know, between London oh, and I Amazon. Oh, Jungle Cruise in space. But for this next adventure, we have much bigger plans. That coupled with the joy of seeing how Frank and Lily's relationship continues to evolve are just a few of the many things we've been having fun playing with as we break story. Awesome. So, a bigger Jungle Cruise, which isn't really that, exp- uh, not that surprising, uh, very few franchises go smaller. Right. What if it was like, we're going to tell a more intimate story right. on this one? We're going with just the boathouse. Like, that's it. First of all, I think that's dope it's and I would, be a, I would applaud it's it. It's going to be a, a single camera setup. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be in, in one location only. In the boathouse. And no it's, cuts. Yeah. It's going to be a one for in two hours and 10 minutes. Exactly. We want to go really small, mostly talking about shoes. That's more Jungle Cruise than the or Jungle Cruise. Hats. Yeah, that's more Jungle Cruise than the actual Jungle Cruise movie that they made, though. Like, that movie's not funny or whatever. If they actually did it, a one on a, on like a, a boathouse? Yeah, in a boathouse. Oh, delightful. It just never cut, and it was super uncomfortable. <laughs> it's such an awkward movie to watch. It was made for, like, $135 million. Yeah, yeah. and 135 <laughs> people enjoy it, and the rest are like, this is terrible. Why do people think it's funny? And it's like, because it's not. It's not funny it's but it's spo- hilarious it's supposed to be right? it's supposed to be hilarious <laughs> which it is i are you you know neither of us really like the jungle cruise uh we thought that there was a story to be told there but the story that they told wasn't 
executed very well. It felt very, yeah. felt very derivative of Pirates of the Caribbean. Very derivative and very big for what you need to do with an opening movie on the Jungle Cruise IP. Way too big a story. So this news that now it's going to be bigger, bigger. they're going to go more places. Yeah. How does that strike you? Yeah, I think they've already sort of established what the tone of this this movie franchise is. So I'm not like I'll watch it, but I'm not like this isn't the Jungle Cruise I was hoping for. Sure. So it'll be it'll be fine, but the Jungle Cruise lends itself to going other places. I mean, there's all oh, sorts, of, does. All sorts yeah. of rivers yeah. represented there, so they can go over there whatever they want. But do you think it has to be another jungle? It has to be another jungle based movie, right? It has to. be. I would assume so. I, I think here's the problem. I mean, they could go bizarre style, right? They could they could get out and 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 have it be more in a, in a yeah. That's what I'm hoping for, man. Yeah, I'm hoping for uh, like the Tesla sponsored, uh, you know that that whole thing. I think I'll be honest with you. I think the Jungle Cruise. I'm calling it early. I think the Jungle Cruise property is in danger. Okay, and I think it's in danger because of the changes that I saw when I was there, and just the ethos oh, yeah, of Jungle right. Jungle that's Cruise right. and the movie franchise, and how when you start introducing changes, and those changes, uh, you know, they placate, they don't elevate. Uh, in all cases, that creates an opportunity to then go like, well, we but we didn't really do a lot when we took that other stuff out. We didn't really plus it all the way, so we really could put the rock. I mean, it's almost. I think the ride's begging for us to put the rock in so, there. So, okay, well, I, I don't want to get too yeah. deep into your trip report. Yeah. But what you were saying is that the Jungle Cruise as a property, yes. both theme park ride and movie, is in, a, is in a challenging space because the original movie did not do what it should have done. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm trying to say that... Uh, that it would be very hard for the Disney company company not to be putting lots of money into the Jungle Cruise franchise and not tie that in with the Jungle oh, Cruise the saying. ride. Yes. Right. And Jungle Cruise the ride right now is in an interesting transition where it has had some scenes uh, removed and some other stuff that put in put in there that maybe, you know, it didn't it definitely placated but didn't elevate maybe. Right. Right, right. And so it would be natural for people to try to solve that problem by saying like, you know who Let's solves tie all this problems? More the Rock. The Rock right. solves everything. Yes. We could make, think of all the rock jokes we could make. Like this is happening and then I, I almost get, I almost can guarantee in five years that's what's going to happen. The Jungle Cruise, as you know, it will be will be different. I just I feel it in my bones. Well, I wasn't feeling that good about the sequel of the Jungle Cruise, and now you've made me feel worse about it all, about yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing. I think it's probably going to go more along the lines of Pirates of the Caribbean yes. 3 and 4. More fantastical, right. more adventure more like, you know, it, it's the Fast and the Furious equivalent of the Jungle yes. Ride. yeah. It's right. just like, well, we have to, we, the car has to jump 120 feet this time. Is this, has it been to space yet? Autonomously? That's what it needs to do. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to yeah. jump the Jungle Cruise boat to space. Unless you believe the current strategy of the Disney company is to be to be risky, to find those risky routes and to dive into that versus to marginally plus IP. If you believe that. Oh, no. <laughs> I believe the current strategy of the Disney company is to make as much money as possible. Yeah. Doing as very as as, li- as low little as they have to, yeah. And that's not me trying to be cynical. Don't be cynical. That's just me taking a look at what the company's done over yeah. the past year and a half and saying, like, that seems to be the trajectory they're on. We're going to turn it around here in a few minutes, folks. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great. We're going to turn around right now. Oh, because by the time you are listening to this, Aaron Robbins, what has happened? It'll be Disney Day. That's right. Disney uh, Plus Day. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, we get uh, you're off from your job. You're off uh-huh. from school. That's right. You uh, get a no, week off. You get a week off work, and all you do is you just jammy up. You get your Lilo and Stitch. You get your Stitch uh, jammy one piece. Your onesie. Your, your onesie. Your, your Stitch, stitch, stitch onesie. onesie. Yep, on, and you just sit on the couch all day and watch Disney Plus. That's right. Yeah. And will he have, have been here? Uh, by the time you're listening to this, and uh, and there are lots of different ways that the Disney Company is hoping that you will celebrate your Disney Plus Day. Yay! Uh, both in and 
away from the television, if you oh, will. Oh, okay, fun. The, apparently, they have announced just this week that Disney Parks will be getting in on the Disney Plus Day action okay. uh, by having early access to Disney World in Disneyland and special photo places to celebrate Disney Plus Day. I don't, Excuse know me? That, I don't know what any of that means. I'm just telling you what I'm reading. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that means, but uh, on November 12th, this will, again, this will have passed for people who are listening to this, right. but on November 12th, you were able to have gotten in 30 minutes before park owners or park, park opens for Disney Plus subscribers, and then you also were able to get a free Disney PhotoPass photo download at the park in celebration of Disney streaming service. Huh, that's weird. If that wasn't enough, Aaron Robbins. 30 minutes early because I'm a Disney Plus subscriber? Yeah. How do you how do you verify that? You show them, show them that you can log in Can you log in? in? Can you log in real quick? Can you log in? We have an Apple TV Let me right see here. What's can you on just your watch log list? in? Yeah, exactly. Oh man, Heavyweights is on there? <laughs> they sort of like criticize your watch list. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Also, those who have not had Disney Plus are able to subscribe for Disney Plus for $1.99 for the month. So everybody's able to get in uh, a half an hour early. Everybody who's at Disneyland or Walt Disney World, yeah, that are also subscribed to Disney Plus, and which three you can grand do on for that a vacation, dollar ninety nine. <laughs> three grand for a vacation. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't really got an ad dollar ninety nine for streaming whoa, content. Whoa, whoa. What am I getting for that dollar ninety nine? Hey, now you get in a half an hour early. Okay, that sounds good. You mean with the. 13 million other yeah, people that exactly. are here? exactly. That's weird. Yeah, but you're all getting in a half hour early. But once inside, we're going to take your picture, and then you can download that picture with whatever, and you're like, hold on, what? What technology are you guys using? Our streaming service technology. Yeah. I think it'd be better if the PhotoPass was available when you streamed Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, it was like, you like it pops up. Hey, what do you know? Why is that not a thing? Are you joking? Because I think that's smart. Why not? When it I was why, a joke, but now I realize it's actually sort of a smart <laughs> it's idea. It's a smart idea. When I go there and they're like, hey, do you want to like me to scan your card? And I'm like, no, no, just put it on my Disney Plus account. Put it on my Disney Plus account when I get back and I'm I'll watching look Disney at my Plus, photos. It's a why photo is that album. not a thing? Why don't I? Why does Disney Plus not have a photo album at your day in the park? They cut my it together gosh, with, with like music? Disney's, with music. Like DJI is already doing this with the, the drone software. Yeah. They can already cut your drone footage together automatically. Disney should take, should. Take your pictures. And you have a channel, which is My Disney Plus. My Disney Plus. We have solved so many problems for this company. That's a solid idea. It's a really solid idea. All we ask is Club 33 memberships. That's it. Then there's, there's, yeah, there's no lawsuits that you have to worry about in the future. It's just Club it's 33. It's clear. That one's for free, guys. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not for free. It's for Club 33, Club 33. memberships. But, you know. But you write you that it. off or you, it comes out even or something. I don't know how taxes work. It'll work. It'll work for you. <laughs> I like that. Shop Disney discounts. Also, Funko.com discount. Yes. So if you're looking for Disney or Marvel Funko Pops, you can get 10% off Disney Plus products at the Funko.com I don't think of the Funko store, but Funko.com. Yeah, Funko. Interesting thing about Funko yes. uh, and Funko West Hollywood, they just they just don't answer their phone. They don't say that they're going to answer their phone. They don't make any promises. They just don't, they just don't they, There's nobody there to answer the phone. It's just a, it's an answering machine message all the time. That's because they're busy stocking up on those Disney Plus Funkos. Oh, yeah, exactly. The other thing that you'll be able to watch on Disney Plus Day. Yes. I mean, there's so much to watch on Disney Plus Day. Already. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm very excited about that. I'll be watching that on my Disney Plus yeah, Day. Yeah, for sure. Me too. But also, Home Sweet Home Alone, you will be able to watch. Yes. And they dropped a trailer around the same time that Book of Boba Fett did. Oh. I'm going to make you watch All it, right, let's do it. And you're going to tell me what you think about it. Woo. Pretty fun. When does this movie take place? Because this whole idea of like leaving your kid home alone and not being able to like resolve that situation uh, in today's age, it seems just very unlikely that that's, that that's not resolved within literally minutes. Let me ask you a question. Oh, please do. You saw how big that house was. 
Yeah, it's huge. Thing's probably what four thousand yeah. forty five hundred. Yeah, I was going to go forty five. Forty five hundred square feet. A court there. Beautiful, Pretty obvious. Beautiful, beautiful foyer in there. I would say upper middle class, maybe even upper class family. At I that would point. say upper class, probably upper class family. When well, the amount of people they're supporting, they got yeah. Ten year old boy. Yeah. Any chance that kid doesn't have multiple devices that oh, a parent no. can get a hold of him on? That's what I, that's what I'm saying. If this is modern day, like uh, the, any chance that that family has just zero friends, like they don't zero even friends, know. I can't get a hold of anybody. Like right. literally, we can like, you go across the street? But then again, uh, you know, I mean, maybe they're very isolated in their homes. Maybe I think a more interesting movie is that the parents, that because of technology and the internet and Facebook and all this stuff like that, they were trying to leave him home alone, and they oh, couldn't. Like, like, yeah. It's impossible. It impossible like, like, like we're gonna do, we're gonna get on the news because we're gonna, we're gonna, it's gonna be like that movie, Home Alone. We're gonna leave our kid home alone, and they can't do it. Uh, I don't know. It, it looked really, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. it. It's something I'm sure we'll watch because like the premise of the movie is, uh, the plot moves very quickly when people are trying to abduct you and you have to use like Richie rich technology to like uh, kill them or whatever. Like that's, it's inherently interesting. It's not, a, it's not a plot. It's inherently that you interesting. You say it's inherently interesting to stick a human being inside of a closed area and say, these are the limited amount of tools you have to, uh, to kill people that are trying to kill you go. Do I think that's a kid's movie? <laughs> so it's like a kid's squid game. Is <laughs> exactly. that what it is? Okay, I mean, yeah. it is. Home Alone's not unlike that. Yeah, okay. What do you think when the, when the, when those robbers like find the kid that's been hurting them, nobody's around, they know he's lying, they're just like, all right, well, next time somebody tries to rob your house, lay off it. Like, they kill that kid. I will say, like, it does, <laughs> they, they, are tra- they are trying to kill that kid, right? Oh, well, like, that's, that's what, what happens. These are, hard, these, are, these are criminals. Hardened criminals yeah. that are now trying to break into a house to not just steal what's inside of it, but also eradicate anybody who's in there. You you have to. It's just part of the job. And so he's, and, and he's like, hurting them. Like, it's it becomes, it becomes a very inappropriate movie on all sorts of levels. But I get that it's silly and fun and goofy and whatever. But the plot moves along at a clip because it's like, these guys are trying to hurt him and he's going to use ping pong balls. Like it's almost like a YouTube video. It's kind of like a YouTube video. Do you think that home alone has, and, and, and even the, and the retelling of it, that it really has any place in modern society at this I don't, point? I don't think so. I don't think a movie of, you know, that kind of like robbery and physical violence and child neglect and all that stuff. And, and to set that child neglect up in a way that is not weird, uh, it just takes a, a huge suspension of, of disbelief that not awful parents are able to not resolve this situation very, very cleanly, very quickly. I don't know. This it's movie, a goof. This movie looks atrocious. <laughs> it's a goof. Man. It looks absolutely. It's a atrocious. YouTube video. I would rather it be a YouTube video of just like, hey, we we bought a house and then uh, paid criminals to try to like come in and then we squid gamed it. That would be that would be more interesting. Yeah, that'd be more interesting. Uh, one other thing that you can expect on Disney Plus Day. This is the day that t- they the really day mean the plus when, when they say plus in Disney Plus. They really oh, mean they're plus. Up. They just keep giving. Thirteen Marvel movies are going to have the option to watch in the IMAX aspect ratio. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, you've been to an IMAX movie. I've been. It's a bigger, it's a, it's a wider aspect ratio. 70 millimeter, I believe. Yeah, wider aspect ratio than you get in, in a traditional theater. And so now the, uh, the, uh, the Marvel movies are going to be updated on Disney Plus to be able to watch that in IMAX as an option. I say to you, is this interesting to you? 
Um, it is. I wonder what technology they're using to do that. I, I, if, if they overshot the footage and so that there there was footage outside of the bounds. I think that's of, what it is. I okay, think then I'm is, interested. Yeah. Yep, that's enough for me to be interested. If it's a cropping thing they're doing, that is holistically uninteresting. No, 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 no. It is the I, it is the, the way the movies were presented in IMAX. I believe is the way they're going to be releasing yeah. it. Which means when they shot them, they shot them at a higher aspect ratio than they needed to. And and I would love to see that. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Okay, because this is a, this is the type of thing that I w- I was wondering like is this the type of thing that like film school nerds like me were like, well, I only watch letterbox versions on right, VHS yeah. because I won't, I don't dig on pan and scan. Yeah. And then I'm actually just watching a much smaller movie as a result, even though I'm getting the full effect of the artist's yeah. intention. And I'm wondering for everybody that owns gigantic widescreen televisions. Now, is this just the modern pan and scan versus letterbox? Yeah. Like now you're watching it. IMAX, you're watching a 70 millimeter, but now your giant TV has less screen space to watch a movie because of the aspect yeah. ratio. I mean, if there's like Iron Man on there and, and See, like, the, yeah, I'm going to watch that in IMAX, of course. Well, all right. Yeah, I think that I think that that is interesting. Okay, I think that that's that's interesting. Well, that's going to be available to you. I don't think most people will find that interesting, but I like I like I like seeing, the fact that's an option. Yeah, I, I like it I too, and I like too. seeing the expanded aspect ratio, yeah. and that it does feel very different. It does feel different, and I like right. it for like movies that I love. I'm into it. like if they if they released Star, you know, like we found one inch of extra footage, and we're just going to change the aspect ratio so you can see this tiny little bit that never's oh, been seen. Yeah, right, you're watching. You're watching. That's yes. a whole new podcast, right it there. Absolutely, it's is. called the, the one inch. The one inch. We break it down <laughs> yeah. frame by frame. Yeah, exactly. You're right. This is this. Uh, it's a. You know what? When I didn't think that Disney Plus Day could give us enough, they they, gave they us over more. delivered. They gave Some us would more. say they give us more. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here, and that is Rogue Squadron, the Patty Jenkins Star right. Wars movie yeah. uh, that is slated for release in December 2023, has been, production has been pushed back. It's yes, been delayed, I heard. Yeah. which they haven't, they haven't delayed, they haven't pushed the release date, but that there has been no production on this movie yet. And I don't even believe that there's been any casting done. Wow. So that's the news of Star Wars. What's the release date on that? December 2023. No way. There's no way they're getting a Star Wars movie done in a, a, a year at this point, right? I just don't think there's any way. It seems unlikely to me this if they have no casting, pushed. no production. I wonder whether or not this is a thing where it's like maybe this is a movie that's announced and then it doesn't actually come Like Splash out. Mountain? Like the Splash Mountain changeover? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Where it's like, well, don't you know we changed it over? Oh, we're doing that. We're totally doing we that. We totally did that. As soon as we get around you to it. You saw it. It's called Rogue One. Don't you remember? Yeah, you it was saw good. It. It was, you really enjoyed it. All right, we're going to take a break. When we Yay. come back, we are going to talk about the Robbins' trip down to the oh, happiest place on Earth. We're going on a big magical adventure. We're going to break it down. Yes, questions, answers, secrets revealed, Spider-Man review, just of him in general as a, as a human being. what you think of him as a human being. <laughs> exactly. So do you prefer Spider-Man or Peter Parker, yeah. or are they the same? Yeah, Those that's, that's what's questions. coming up next. All right. After this little thing that you're hearing right now. Tears. We're here in Culver City. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of a, a journey, an adventure. There's a helicopter. Over in LA, there's always helicopters. Yeah, there is. Uh, we're going to go to uh, where are we heading, Ken? We're going to a place that gives you food and also Orange Bang. We've been searching all day for Orange Bang, which we've talked about on the podcast, not the energy drink. I'm not talking about Bang energy drink. Uh, which if you call around, which both Kennedy and I have. How many places did you call, Ken? Like three. You made me. But <laughs> what do you mean I made you? I mean, do you mean like I here. asked you to? No, you are like, here, call this place. And I was like, okay. It was already ringing. Place. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's actually way hard to find. But after hours and hours and hours of research, 
and calling and all of that, we think we have a, a lead on a place, and we're going to go figure it out right now. Are you excited? I'm excited. All right, here we go. Tacos Plus, fresh all the time. Here we go. I don't know. Oh, I see the dispenser. They have pancakes at this market center. We were successful. <laughs> what did you think? What are you drink? Are you drinking it right now? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the whole thing. It comes out warm. What? It was warm. Did you put ice in yours? I put ice in yeah. it initially, so it I didn't... comes out warm and whipped, and then oh, that's cool. Anyways, if we do a live stream, we'll talk more. But what what is your? We'll talk about it more if we do a live stream. Yeah. But what was your initial impressions of the restaurant and the orange bang machine? Right when I walked in, I knew their food was going to be really good. You know, when a restaurant just has that vibe. Like, it's you a know Mexican it's... restaurant, tacos yeah. in Culver City, but they also sell pancakes, hamburgers. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Way there. Woo. And I mean to this podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. As well as yeah. to Northern California. Oh, yes. That's right. I was down in the Southland. You were down in the Southland. Way down south. In the La La Anaheim Land. Even. And yep. in the OC. Don't call it that. Yes. Please so, don't call it that. Yeah. So you went down uh, shortly after. It was uh, Kennedy's birthday. Right, shortly after uh, Halloween. Yep. And so you went down. You had some Disney points to spend. Yes. Uh, so d- just, I'm going to let you drive this section of the podcast. You're going to tell me about your time. I'm going to ask you questions. We're going to get into it. Oh, good. I'm excited. Yeah, We. I mean, so I want to start by saying that some of my conclusions, some of the experiences and conclusions that I have, I understand that they're coming from uh, a place that I, I think it's Un, I think it's undisney and unfortunate that it, it is so inaccessible. We would never have chosen to access this sort of level of vacation. It does make me uncomfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah, because you were in the one percent, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I think I think when, I mean I think when you're talking about spending seven hundred dollars a night for a hotel room, there, there's certainly more good you could do with that. Yeah, money. I would think so. Like they, you they're just the Grand Californian. We did say the Grand Not Californian uh, for two nights, uh, and I told somebody about that, and they're like, "Well, did you get a discount for the podcast or like whatever?" I was like, "No, we just paid full." It was a little bit, a little bit under construction. You get a discount for that? No, no, not at oh, all. No, they no, actually no. raised the price. They said it was a unique experience. A unique you experience. You didn't get a chance to see it. So I don't know how to. I don't know how to put that in the right words of just saying like you know the vacation that I'm describing. Uh, you know, it does have a you know a thread of sort of opulence and unreasonableness to it. In my mind, I was expecting that barrier, that cost barrier of entry. I don't. Maybe I'm out of touch. I mean, maybe I'm out of touch. I think seven hundred dollars a night for a hotel room is is insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's it's an insane. insane amount of money. Okay, good. I, I mean, at least for like again for for us in our economic. Yeah. Like stature. Right. Uh, like that's a crazy amount of money to spend. I would think because like when I shop Disney hotels, when we think about going down there, I'm typically looking in the 170 to 270 sort of range. Somewhere in there feels kind of like, well, I remember when it was like 115. I, I feel like shopping for hotel rooms is often like shopping for car tires to me where I'm always like, it shouldn't be this expensive. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember it ever being this expensive, yeah. but it is. It you always something is. that'll still make it just roll safely. I, like, yeah. Like I just, uh, just, I just need four circular rubber things that's all i need yes and they uh, certainly so, yeah. they certainly have to have those hotels i'm more comfortable in that type of experience yeah, but we right. were we were changing some of the finances the the cards that we have and so we're getting rid of one card and we did to, well you had disney you accrue disney points right because of a credit disney credit yeah. card that you have and, and so, we were a charter member like we remember that day one we have we had the card that said like charter member on it we were like all bought into disney and, yeah. and so we would use that card strategically to pay for all of our disney vacations and have for the past 
20 years or something like that. And when you pay for it, you accrue points that you can use on a Disney vacation as well. Right. Yeah. And then you accrue more points when you're actually using it in Disneyland. So we would just always use that as our sort of Disney savings fund. Sure. And then we didn't go a bunch because of COVID. And they were like, are we going to go a bunch? So we accrued all these points and we're like, let's just for Kenny's 15th birthday, let's just, let's just, let's just take these points down to zero because we're probably, we might not go for another year or year and a half or something like that. We'll see how it goes. At least that was the plan. And so we stayed in the Grand California and drove down there and, you know, it's, it's very different than the, the candy cane or whatever you you, come, yeah, oh, you, you think you come in and, <laughs> and they stop you at this little pre-gate house and the last time I stayed there was right after 2000 uh, whatever right after September 11th okay uh, and I remember stopping there and they had like the mirrors that they put under your car during that time so I remember that and I remember it being like you know whatever like pretty pretty secure yeah, being careful being yeah. Um, yeah so this time you pull up to that gatehouse and they're like as opposed to the candy cane in where they're just like park wherever you want yeah can you not park good. there that's where the bus parks why don't you park in the back and you're like, uh, there's you, no but spots there's back no spots. there just park like behind somebody it's yeah. fine we'll just move in, in the morning so we moved in there they, they, we, we pulled up to that guard house you know that's just right off of disney yeah. disney magic way whatever disney way right there and they come out and they say what do you well, how can we help you and you give them their last name and they look it up in a little thing and then when they confirm that you're actually staying there they say welcome home robin's family Family. <laughs> just let it sit there for a second and it, it is like both you're like oh come on also that felt really good thank you <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> thank you for recognizing i'm a fan so I, thank you for saying welcome home I, I i will only be able to stay here for these two nights and that's yeah it's totally <laughs> right. yeah like i hope you're not pre-charging like pre-authorizing my credit card understand. did you like immediately start yeah. to expand, explain like i can't afford this normally this we just is, have these points we need to spend yeah, these points. i just rolled up in a crv i think you get i think you get the <laughs> yeah, point exactly you know one of these cars is not like the other but uh <laughs> so then they call they call ahead you know from there they call it they called to the the valet area and then when you get to the valet, the valet already knows your name. And, you know, right away, I think they are looking in your car and making conversation with you about yeah. what you're doing. It's just a very, very hands on uh, experience in terms of uh, them getting the bags out of your car. And, you know, it's kind of just lots of options that I'm not used to when I go to Disneyland. Do they call the girls because the girls now they're you know, you have a, a, a teenager uh-huh. and you have a teenager do they still call the girls princess like how are you doing princess do they do that still at that age uh, yeah yes they did we did have that in the hotel yeah. but not at that station not okay, at the but valley they do, station but they do still do that that's sweet i like yeah that. and so i know then we, we got checked in and checked out the room and you know it's super nice it yeah. was a lot smaller than i remembered it being they had updated the the bathrooms there was a lot of bambi stuff last time i was there but you know there's hidden mickeys in the in the wallpaper and ship and dale gorgeous absolutely gorgeous hotel yeah and then i checked out the tv checked out like what what yeah. what disney plus stuff <laughs> do i have access I know. to when i go to a five-star hotel the first thing i yeah. do sit on the bed and watch tv for a while <laughs> yeah it was late when we got there and we hung out in the lobby and, and for a while but then I, I only wanted to check out like what do i what special disney thing do i get on the tv yeah right and it wasn't it wasn't great like there was like little basically like Add salesy things for Disney adventures and Disney cruises, and but there wasn't a like a tour of the of the resort, like no, this is what you and there weren't like any special shows or anything like that yeah. that I could watch. So I mean, it, it's great. So it's, it's if a, you could have had anything, yeah, anything at all, what would you have had in terms of what you turn on the, the you turn on the hotel TV and you go to the special only Disney hotel 
channel. Yeah, I would have liked uh, like uh, you know like special features of the hotel, the building of the hotel, interviewing with uh, Imagineers, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. I would have liked uh, like you a know, behind the scenes. You like a yeah, behind the, the scenes, scenes special okay. park tips, yeah. uh, stuff like that. Just stuff that like an in like uh, I'm staying in this hotel. I'm probably pretty into Disney. Yeah, show me some stuff about this hotel, about this area, but you know that I'm that I'm into or something like that. But instead, just uh, Disney Vacation Club. Yeah, it was Disney. Yeah. yeah, and you know we had the piano player was right outside of our room, so. I was like, I wonder what time the, the player piano stops because like I can hear it very clearly yeah. <laughs> in our room and it's very nice. I like I like the Moana soundtrack, but also like I wonder if this is eleven or midnight or maybe it's all night. I think uh, I think eleven. Ooh, that's, a late, that's, a, that's a late player piano night. Went down to uh, went out into downtown Disney and that's where we uh, you know you get to use the special entrance to downtown Disney from the Grand California. So I noticed that you're wearing a green. Uh, bracelet right now a green oh, yeah. bracelet that says disneyland on it is that uh, associated with the hotel is that so you yes, can get the, back, back the resort amenities just the pool and oh. the, and that oh, kind of thing yeah so they have uh three three pools there two heated pools and a kid's pool did you go swimming i did yeah you we did. swam both days uh and penelope and i and i rode the kids water slide it's how kinda, was it it was it's fun it's got it's got the way it's engineered like it's shooting a lot of water out and then the water hits that wall and so it bounces off and then it curls around so it's got a nasty current in there. It's like an aggressive so river. You get, you get sort of like a hairpin turn. In yeah, the, you, in like, you kind of go off and then it kind of and then and then the current after it bounces off this wall drags you. And so like I was off the slide just looking to swim. And I was like, dude, there's a gnarly current. Like I can't get back to <laughs> Penelope. Like, I can't get back. <laughs> I'm going. Under. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So, yeah, we swam in all the pools and all that. But uh, that night it was late. We needed to get something to eat. So we went to downtown Disney, went through this, the, the little side entrance into Dis- uh, downtown Disney. Yeah, uh, there so, and, uh, in California Adventure. Uh, I'm sorry. Grand California. Yeah. They have two entrances. One goes into downtown Disney. The other one goes right into Condor Flats, right, right in, right, in, right, right by Grizzly River Rapids. Yeah. It's right there. Okay. Um, so we went to the side entrance downtown Disney to the Earl's Sandwich, was I think the only thing that was still open. I'd never eaten there, and I heard when it first came to downtown Disney, I remember it's hearing all people the rage. be, yeah, it was all the rage, and yeah. I was like, what's what's the deal? It's like, like a thing, like Thanksgiving dinner sandwich. I think is that's the, what is I had. One. Yeah. <laughs> how, how was it? That's whatever. That's what all is all the rage. I mean, it was ridiculously good. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, then I, I, at first, I, I was like, "This is just kind of like a Panera. This is like a Panera." And then I got that sandwich, and it's like you know, it's like a turkey cranberry stuffing sandwich. Yeah. Then like dipped Sounds in delightful. dipped in gravy. <laughs> Why it's didn't you bring one home for me? It's delicious. Oh, I thought about it. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, so we ate there, you know, went, went to bed. Beds are super comfy. And it's just, it's it's like the theme park. I forgot. I guess I don't stay ever close enough. The theme park from California Adventure, all the lighting and everything, it actually turns the sky all around the Disneyland Resort a specific like color. Sure, it's like this right. bluey, yellowy, hazy color. Yep. And you're like, does that ever stop? And it doesn't. The sky's just that color all the time right. <laughs> right. from just the massive amount of like lighting, themed lighting, themed lighting yeah. everywhere. Uh, it was really weird. I was like, this is, a, is the sky always like super blue? Yes. <laughs> I yes, guess it is. it is. We manufacture the sky to be that way. Let yeah, me ask you a question. Please. So, so uh, you know, when you're staying at a at a hotel or resort like that, yeah, there's that feeling that I don't know because I've never stayed in a hotel or resort like that. But if I had, yeah, if I had, no, I take that back. Like at Walt Disney World, I, I've stayed at the Wilderness Lodge, which is the equivalent, okay, of yeah, the California of uh, uh, the Grand Californian. When you're staying at a at a really nice resort like that, there is that feeling of like, man, I really should just be soaking in the resort. I shouldn't yeah. be going to a theme park because. Again, this is a very expensive experience, and so I should be experiencing the hotel not just as a place where I put my head. I agree, but yeah. like, uh, but actually spending time the, in the resort. So, did you do that? It sounds like you got in in the evening, 
But were you able to do that during your time there or were you really still in the in, in the parks for the majority of the time? Yeah. So I think there's like two separate stuff. There's the Grand California part and the, and the parks part of it. So for, for the Grand California part of it, uh, you know, we, we did swim in all the pools. I worked out in their gym, which was yeah. super nice. And we, we didn't hang out in the lobby a ton, but I did go down and, and uh, work on personal stuff in the, not like issues, like I wasn't doing therapy <laughs> working, working in there. Stuff out there? Uh, I was down coding in the lobby and, yeah. and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So that was really fun. Um, we did, we did try. And then in the, when we were in the, on our park day, Kenny and I did come back to the room for a little while. You did, okay. Um, just her and I and, and hung out. So we did We did try to use it. We weren't really there for that reason, but I, I understand that that is like something you got to consider. It's like it really only makes, I would. it makes more sense at like a three days where you're going to go park, resort, resort day, day, park. Right, exactly. Like that's when it starts yeah. to even kind of make sense. Um, but I'll wrap up my thoughts on the hotel. Like it, it I shouldn't. I don't know. You you help guide me through my work, okay, so I don't offend do people. Best. But I don't feel that I should have to pay seven hundred dollars a night to to reclaim some of the attention to detail and, and customer experience that I there. But I felt like, oh, this is what Disney felt like a while ago. Interesting. Like everybody here is on point. There's eye contact. There's uh, you know, they are calling my girls princesses. They're taking time to stop and talk to me. Everybody here seems super jazzed about going to the park. Sure. They're kind of yeah. so there was just this this older feeling this more like uh, universal magical feeling not mm-hmm. universal the place but there was just this cohesion of, of the magic and uh it darn it if it didn't do something to me where i was like oh this i remember this feeling of like everything's kind of in its place this is set up for magic um everything is thought out well and they're really about like telling the story and the story for the right. Grand California happens to be that I'm in some lodge and I'm sort of escaping into this theme park and then I'm coming back. There's right. lots of welcome back language. There's lots of knowledge of where I'm coming from. So when we came back for the day, they're not just like, can we see your thing? They're just like, you know, welcome, welcome back. Good to see you again. I, and I was just like, holy cow, like that feels really good. Yeah. I know it's a dance and I know it's a magic trick, but it's a magic trick that feels really good. I mean, what you're describing is known as the Disney bubble. Right. right? And the thing is right. that in Florida, yes. the Disney bubble is huge. Right. In Disneyland, the Disney bubble is very small, but when Tiny. you're in that bubble. You're on Harbor Boulevard, bubble gone. Yeah, the bubble's gone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like you immediately, and we, and we talk about this a lot, like for as much work as they do on Harbor, and Catella and they make like the the streets look nicer and people are walking yeah. up and down. Mm-hmm. Like the Anaheim, the Anaheim experience of going to Disneyland, as soon as you leave Disney property, you were in Anaheim. Yeah. And you know what that feels like. Yeah, there's still like a Captain Rod's buffet or Red yeah, Rockets exactly. buffet it's just, across the street. It's, the, it's it's just tourist traps, you know, yeah. and and cheaper hotels all along the way. Cheaper being a relative term, but cheaper hotels all along the way. But you definitely feel that distinct, like, I'm not in Disney right now. Yes. As opposed to when you're on Disney property and you're within those Disney resorts, both in Florida and in California, there's that feeling of, like, I'm I'm inside this atmosphere yeah. that is 100% manufactured right. to feel inviting, relaxing, appreciative of me being there. Yes. Um, welcoming like all those things yeah and i think that's what you're describing is that 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 you were you're in the bubble at that point yeah and, you and don't, i just you don't leave it until you leave totally the resort and, and i don't you do have to leave the resort for two days you're yeah, always experiencing exactly that. i don't do disneyland like that i think i'm I, my personality is kind of adverse to that because i'm like what if i like it too much then when what i leave it has to be this way all the time yeah then, then i'm right. going to be really sad when we leave and i don't want to be that sad so i don't want to like i don't want to be in any bubble and so my vibe in traveling is usually you know stay 
somewhere reasonable. And then I like to go explore the city and sure. we're in Disney, we're doing Disney, but that, and this time we valeted the, like the moment I got out of the car and we, we valeted, I didn't see the car again. Yeah. We didn't drive anywhere. Yeah, you did a Disney resort vacation. Yeah. We were just, what you did. and yeah, it's so abnormal for me. And I found myself like at first being like all the like, welcome home and how are you and what's going on and uh, glad to see you again. It's like, yeah. you don't know who I am, but you know, first of all, I found but they that, were glad to see you. Yeah. At first I found it a little off putting. And then after a little while, you're just like, well, this is, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and people are going to be glad to see me. Happy that I'm here. Yeah, like, I'm happy to be like, here. Heading to the park with the family. Like have a have a magical day. And I'm like, well, it's already started. It doesn't. The other thing is that when you're staying in a place like that, there isn't that feeling that you have when you're at a Sheraton or a Marriott yeah. or any of those. I mean, any nice hotel that you can stay around there. But that feeling of like, there's like a mania. Yeah. Of when you wake up and you go down, you like get your breakfast and everybody's eating their breakfast as quickly as possible. Yeah. And there's like that loudness. Yes. And yeah. The, the clinkity. The clinkity. And just the kids are and kids are yelling and parents are yelling or they're just excited. Not even yelling. They're just excitedly talking. Yeah. And it reverbs all through the lobby. Very true. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's just this feeling of we got to go there. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Yeah. And you don't get that feeling when you're in a Disney resort. Yeah. Certainly and, not at the Grand California. Like right. It's very much uh Chill isn't the like right there's word. There's energy there. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's very not, different. It's not manic. It doesn't yeah, have this manic feeling to it. Yeah, there is like a casualness to it. And then when you go to the park, you know, there's dining at the Grand California and there's the, whatever was called the Napa Rose. I don't know what it's called now, but some, yep. some restaurant there. And so there's people eating breakfast there when you're walking to the park. And it's just like everywhere you walk. And I know that people come from hard family situations. Nobody's immune to just the problems of the world, but you do see people eating together for a common purpose. Sure, yeah. And that common purpose is to spend the day together experiencing magic. And like, we wish the world worked that way more than it does. Um, but to have the privilege to be able to experience that for a time, sure. like there is something to it. There is something to it where you're like, oh, this is that Disney thing I forgot. I feel bad that I have to, I feel not great that I have to, that I can only engage it at the Disney. Like I even wondered at the Paradise Pier, do I get this? Because it's, right? that's yeah, like exactly. three to 400 Disneyland hotels, five to 600 yeah. and the Grand Calvary seven to as much as you want to pay. Um, so I just wonder like, is like, I wondered, I asked myself this question. I don't know the answer. Has the Disney experience shifted to the resort? Like to get what I Hmm. think is a $150 Disney experience or what I'm used to is that $150 Disney experience. Have the parks become full combat and the hotel now is the actual theme park. Yeah. Yeah, And the, and the, so I just, I don't know that that's true, but I definitely felt like, I obviously felt the energy to like, I just want to go back to the hotel and and relax for a second. And Kennedy was like, me too. And Penelope was like, I don't, once I'm in the park, I don't leave the park. And I was like, that's that's great for you. And even if they try to kick me out, I live here now. Totally. But for an adult, for me, like the hotel was as much a part of the park as the park itself. That's exciting. That's wonderful. And so that, I don't know, that, that was just the, that was the, problems i had with it of like dude to do disney now in a way that feels very disney to me i'm in this i'm in for a lot of money i'm in like 2100 dollars for hotel rooms that's insane that's insane to me yeah it is insane or i go stay at the tropicana or something and i and i and i get this not that disneyland's combative but i get a more aggressive more like let's go on rides let's do something and i don't get that disney experience but that's not something I can afford. Like I don't think ever again. Well, and I, and for me, I, again, I think this is a Florida California difference. For yeah. Me. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't ever rule out staying in Disneyland Resort. If certainly, if somebody said, "Would you like to stay at the Disneyland Hotel?" I or Grand Californian, I would not turn it down. Right. But would I ever intentionally go stay there? 
Probably not because like you, I'm looking for a more affordable option for my family. And the Disneyland experience is, there's a charm to that mania that I was just talking about. Like there is a charm to everybody being super excited and them walking down Harbor or whatever it is to to get to the parks. At that crosswalk there, it's just crazy. It's just really, it's fun. Like you just feel that, you feel the energy of everybody's excited to go to this place. But in Florida, I would, I I mean, I would almost never not. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Because that that bubble starts miles before you reach a resort. And so you really are encapsulated in it. And so staying off property versus on property, on property is just always the better option in Disney World. And because of the number of resorts, you can minimize. I mean, they're still expensive, don't get me wrong. But like you could stay at a value resort that is much more along the price range that we're talking about. Now, could you stay at a much nicer hotel off property for the same amount. You absolutely can, but you don't have a Disney bubble experience when, yeah. you're, when you're on property. I just forgot what that feels like when you, uh, you check in, you, you know, you wait in line, but then in line, a cast member comes up to you and greets you and gets your name and talks to you. And then they walk you to the check-in station and sure, hand, yeah. warm hand you off. So yeah. they go, this is the Robbins family they're coming from and they're staying. And then it's like, you don't go up and tell them who you are. You're introduced to everybody. Yeah. And at first you're like, there's a lot of people you don't need to pay to do this. And then at the end, you're like, you I'm need really more glad. people. I'm really glad <laughs> yeah. you did that. You, you need, need more, more people that. doing this kind of stuff. one person for each person in my party. It's just so crazy. Like, like the thing was to always, this is what was crazy. It's like, my Disney thing is like, if I have a question, I go to the internet and try to answer that question. I just sure. bring out my phone, try to answer the question. What time is fire? In, in the Grand California, there's so, there are cast members positioned around. There's security guards. There's stuff. Like, it's just easier to ask them. And it's a way better experience because they don't, yeah, le- sure. they don't, they don't let you out of that conversation until you make eye contact that your needs have been met. So you're like, hey, do you know when the blah, blah, blah? And they go, yeah, what you're going to want to do with that is this, this. And then they stay with you in that conversation until you give them like, we're done talking. And then they're like, great, have a great day. And you're like, this is it's better like an than NPC the NPC encounter in a role playing game. It is. It's like an yeah. NPC encounter. I'm like, this is better than the internet. Yeah, like, you've exhausted every conversation tree you could have. Exactly. And then That's exactly now, now right. Need them informa- their information and just anymore. replaying some of them for fun. Because right. <laughs> <You laughs> What like, day you is like it? what they said. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. That, 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 that sounds exciting. I'm it glad was you fun. had that experience. It was fun. The only you know downside is you know our thought now is like that's really the Disney vacation we want, and so all this like Aaron's obtuse to the pricing outness of Disney, and I'm like, oh, what's the big deal? Now I'm like, oh, I see the big deal because sure. this is the experience I want, and that's not really affordable, but maybe every couple of years right, for us. Right, so, you're saving up for that experience at that point, and I almost don't want the other experience. Wow, look at you! I know, you really have you've 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 uh, you've I been like the bubble, breathing rarefied air at this point. I you know. won't go back. I just like the I like the bubble for. Doing that harbor, that frantic thing you talked about on harbor, like I like it. There is a charm to that, but there is a tiredness to that. Oh, sure. Where I don't Absolutely. enjoy. I don't enjoy myself. I'm managing. I'm managing experience for my kids right now, and when I stayed at the hotel, somebody else was managing that for me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm on vacation." It's I was like feeling. working out. And the, uh, I was working out, and the lady, this lady came in. She's like, "Oh, I just remind you, we, we we're wearing masks uh, indoors here." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't bring one." She's like, "That's fine. I'll go get you one. I'll be right back." And she just went and took care of me. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yes. Mask wearing indoors in the hotel. Uh, yes. And you were supposed to be wearing a mask while you were working out? 100%. Yeah. So much that a cast member like walked by, saw that I wasn't wearing one. I think I was the only one in there at that point in time. She was super nice. And I was just like, she knew I was in the middle of the workout. And so yeah. she was like, I'll, I'll, I'll go. 
I'll go get that for you. And I was like, cool, can you hold it on? Can you hold it? And when I breathe, move can it you away. Just move it away. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I need exhale. fresh air. Yeah. So I'm crushing this Peloton routine right now. And so I need you to like move in and out. Mm. But yeah, it was all, it was all masked inside all of the rides inside the hotel. Yeah. I, w- I, I knew it was inside the, the rides. I, I was, I didn't think about the hotel experience, but I totally. Yeah. Right. Totally inside. So when you leave your room, you, you got to be masked up. The, you know, hack to that, of course, is carry a, a cup of ice or water or whatever with you. Always be drinking. Sip and nibble wherever you go. Sip and nibble wherever wherever you go. That's right. Just have uh, a f- feed bag on instead of a mask. And then, yeah, we swam a couple days and there was a band playing at the pool. So we just kind of swam around and, and I think there were sports going on, but I wasn't clear what, what that sports was. You, you don't even know what a sport is. <laughs> but there frankly. was sports on a TV and that was attracting people's attention. I don't know what it was. Who wouldn't? I, why, uh, it sports, was exciting. Sports on a TV. Oh, probably World Series? I don't know. They oh, had helmets. I, I don't well, know. All of them had helmets? I think so. It's probably football then. Yeah. And or then hockey. All right, so let, let's get out of the hotel. All right, we're out of the as hotel. As much as I know you don't want to. You get out of the resort. It was my happy spot. You go into, what, California Adventure Yeah, we started, started the day, we started the day in Grand California. You have to pick a park, and you can't change over till one. Right. Uh, and if you leave the park, you can go back into the one you started with. But the gates to Disneyland are literally closed. It's not like you can go over at 12.55 and then just be like, it's five minutes before one. Can, I, can we just go in? Like, it's closed. Like they pen you in. Yes, you cannot get. You cannot enter Disneyland. Everybody waits outside. Like it's open. Like it's like it's eight a.m. in the wow. morning. Yeah. So that happens. But well, we started in California Adventure. Ran right over to Avengers Campus uh, really quickly. Ran um, into your boss. I did. Yep. That was in, interesting. In I got a campus. text from you <laughs> with a picture of you your boss. Yeah. And I was like, it really is the happiest, place, the happiest on place, place on earth. Did a did a selfie there in in, in the Wakanda Doctor Strange. Did experience. you? You did not intend to meet up together. You knew you you knew that he was yes, in the park. I did. You didn't intend to meet up together, and then you ran into each other. You no, just both I think happened in, to start in uh, California Adventure. Or did he need you to do something? Did he, like, no, uh, have a no, there was there was you? no there was no work involved. But I think if you try to meet up with somebody randomly in Disneyland, it'll never it never happen. works. But if you just like be like, oh, my boss is down here at the same time I am. What are the odds? And the odds are a hundred percent. That's what absolutely gonna that's run what into the each odds other. are. Uh, so you ran into each other in Avengers Campus. Yes. How weird. <laughs> it was fun. So met, met. Weird. You stay and talk. You have fun. It's great. Uh, it's first thing we did. Is, is it weird running into your boss when look, you're- this is going out on the internet. Do you want to have a real conversation? weird meeting your boss when you are as casual as you are? You are as you are resort, I could be. You are resort Aaron here. Okay? Yeah, oh, like totally. You, you have unwound. You're staying in a $700 a night hotel. Yeah. Like, everything I'm is perfect. I'm in, like, flippy flops. Like, you're I don't just, know. You're so chill. I'm not going to run into anybody. I know my beard's just out of control. It doesn't matter because you're resort, you're, you're resort Aaron. It they, doesn't they come, matter. Somebody comes and combs it out every once in a while. Yeah, I got a beard person. You probably have cotton candy stuff in it Absolutely. you're like i'll save that for later yeah and then you run into your boss who is equally as cashed out yeah. as you are is that weird is that like an out-of-body experience are you like in a different universe is it just like and you, you know run into each other and here's my question yes did he call your name out or did you call his name out um we were walking from far apart he and, doesn't listen to this show <laughs> and we were walking from part and i think he saw me first and so there was like i mean i was walking right at him and i was managing kids i wasn't paying attention so you didn't see him he I saw didn't you. Until, yeah and then and then i think he did say something and then but he didn't call you out probably right he probably like made some sort of like side comment that like i think it was like a what are the odds type oh, okay of thing. so he did he did yeah. sort of greet you i i yeah. thought oh I, yeah definitely typically like when you run into somebody at disneyland sometimes you make some sort of like uh oh i guess i let anybody in these places oh no i didn't and get anything you look, you're like oh but he didn't do that he no. actually called you out yeah yeah no oh, it was, was very nice. pleasant was very nice. pleasant and yeah. you know you get in and out and just because no not because you don't like the person yeah, you, you get a pim's test kitchen together no 
Did you, did you do a fireworks show together or something like that? We just did the talking. <laughs> just the Seems talking. Like All right. Right there. We you didn't, didn't get, you didn't you didn't ride a you didn't ride a traction together or something like we that. Didn't, no. Share a doom buggy or anything like that? No, we didn't. Just, it was just the talking. Go meet Mickey? You should have gone meet you should have had a picture with the you. three of us. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. That's a magical moment. Who's getting fired? Okay, so yeah. you so you meet up in Adventures Campus. We go go into Adventures Campus. First thing we do is get in Web Slingers because the wait's thirty minutes or something like that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, I don't know what this ride is. I have no idea. I'm so excited. Uh, the outside theming seems a little 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 thin. You uh, mean that uh, Avengers Campus entirely, or just uh, Web Slingers? Yeah, just Web Slingers okay. at this point in time. Like it's kind of a brick sort of you know sort of abandoned Rare but not abandoned type of warehousey type yeah. of thing where they have like planters that have gates around them. So the plants in them. Apparently are special. I'm not sure, uh, but the then planters I th- have gates around them. It's, it's weird. These planters, just like these average planters, have gates around them. It's, huh. it's just odd. But anyways, and then much like when Smugglers Run open, uh, they have sort of like a like behind the scene, not behind the scenes, but backstage. It's a backstage area, mm-hmm. uh, and they let you go. Like the queue could handle more people, but I think because of COVID, they're they're not they're not doing like the the back and forth as much. But anyways, they sent us into a backstage area. It was like a little weird. Intentionally backstage yeah. area? Yeah, like huh. into a backstage area. And there was where there was like a chair and like, you know, it, there was just like some stuff that was not themed. Spider-Man it was like, just smoking and eating a, <laughs> eating a Subway sandwich. Yeah, he was like upside down, but he wasn't kissing Mary Jane. He was just like He's smoking. Just eating a cold cut combo. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, you go. And this they did this at Smuggler's Run. When Smuggler's Run opened for a while, they just taped out a queue back backstage and you just waited in this. this Man, that's weird. The queue when Smuggler's Run opened was like a grid pattern of like, uh, you know, gaff tape on the ground. And there right. Were, and you right, just right. sort of followed it. Uh, and this was very similar to that. You went backstage and then I'm going to, you know, you go on the ride and you tell me everything. But once you go in the building like that sequence, uh, the before you get to Peter Parker, it has a very superstar lemo uh, monsters feel to it. Interesting. Where it's just kind of concrete. And yeah, I think there's high school lockers and stuff. But then you go down to just a very concrete ramp to the ride vehicles. Uh, and Peter Parker does a... Uh, the pre-show, like the pre-show, uh, Tom Holland yeah, very much, yeah. The Tom Holland, why you're there, and yeah, feels kind of like the Smuggler's Run sort of like pre-show thing yeah. that you do there. That's good. That's entertaining. I love that the bugs, the spider bots, go in the ductwork. They're actually like around you. Like, oh, so you hear them in the queue. Yeah, and then there's screens in them, so that you actually, I mean, there's oh, actual neat. spider bots yeah. in there. So that's cute. I, I thought that was that was neat. Is the queue experience overall good, or is it feel like? feels uh, pretty now that you have gone through smugglers run and rise of the resistance yeah like what is the q experience like for web slingers i would give it a like a b minus in comparison to those others i would give it a c in comparison to others oh, but as a q is a b minus like it's fine on the outside it's like a step above universal on the outside yeah that receiving room where you come in it's like the stretching room but the spider-man version of the stretching room okay. where you're being held in this area before they let you into before they area. let you in to walk to the ride the part where you walk to the ride is n- other than the lockers which is very short is yeah. not good Good. It's very sterile. Oh, interesting. Uh, but that that room with Tom Holland, it's good. That's a good. That's a fun experience. Uh, if that were carried throughout the queue, it might be good. But that indoor okay. part for us was super short. Like you're in oh. that holding room, you go down you the concrete the ramp, and you get and you get into these, uh, you know, ginormous moving cubes. Uh, Doom and, buggy plus. Yeah, dude. They're like yeah, they're like half buses turned on their side with okay. com- comfortable seating. Yeah, and bigger than uh, bigger than the. Um, Toy Story Midway Mania. Oh, like five times the size of those. Oh, wow. They're really? huge. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's it's four or five, four or five facing one direction. And then on the other side, four or five facing oh, okay. the other direction. Okay. And they're totally enclosed. Like you're not, there isn't, 
the where you shoot out of is open air. Like there's no right, but other than that, you're, you you're completely enclosed yeah. in, a, in a cube uh, there, and they're really, they're really comfortable. Um, and I think neat and, and then they tell you how to do the thing and then you go in and just almost immediately when you have a combative game like that, where there's score keeping and stuff like that, like I literally could not tell you what happened on that ride. I have no really? idea. I know what my score is and I know what I shot at and I know like the process that I went through to learn how to become more accurate. I have no idea what happened in that ride. Just no idea. Is there a, there is a story, right? The story is, yeah, that the spider bots got out and you're helping them kind of get back together. It's really thin. There's not a lot of diverse environment. You don't go outside and then inside there's, it's, it's just, yeah. Uh, this is the problem with these kind of rides, like it mid, is. Mid, Midway Mania. I think that like the theming of it is it's cute that that, that Midway and and the exit rooms, yeah, and the all carnival stuff. game type of thing. Like, yeah, that, that's cute. But yeah. when you go through those screen, when you go through the Midway Mania, the actual screens, when you're moving from screen to screen, uh, why you move is I think just to because Midway Mania could be accomplished by you just going into a room and staying still and then Correct. leaving the room when you're done. Right. But they move you for various reasons. And this, when you're in that way, you're, you're trying to get a score. You're trying to figure out how it works. So you're looking at your wrist. You're looking at the screen. Like, is that my, my shooty ribbon or yeah, whatever? How, how, how well does that translate you doing your wrist actions and seeing your really well? Like it, it does. It yeah. works. Yeah. Like when you flick your wrist, uh, this, this sort of streamy sort of like streamer effect comes on screen and you can aim it and pull things down. Like all the tech works. Hmm. I'm colorblind. So it took me half the right to figure out which, which one is mine. So half the time I'm shooting at the ceiling to try to figure out, is that my color? Oh, oh yeah. I guess my color is this like orangey red color. I don't know. And everybody else is playing and I'm just shooting like at the ceiling. Yeah, literally. That's, trying, real, that's a huge challenge. Yeah. Trying to figure out what color I am. And then I have to program my brain to like recognize that color. Uh, Cause there's a lot going on. But other than that, I just don't remember the ride. Cause I'm just, you know, I'm trying to beat Teresa's what's going on. Like I'm trying to like, and did you uh, No, she beat me by 5,000 points. Wow, she really, one, she really handed it to you. One ninety seven to two. She is it because she bought the the special? She unlock? did not. Yeah, no. It's uh, I don't know. I don't know why she. I I I blame it on me trying to figure out what color I was is for the first half. Fun, the ride. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you. Did you enjoy the ride before I get into the specifics of the mechanics of the ride? I think. Right. Yeah, I think, it? I think. It's not that kind of ride where you say you enjoyed it. Like, did I enjoy playing that game? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Is it basically just a really plussed up Midway Mania? I think Midway Mania is better on almost all accounts. Why is that? Um, I think the environments are more interesting, the plates and how that builds and that everything is different and the me- the mechanism uh, to do that is more interesting to hold something uh-huh. and it's got a smooth feel to it. You're with somebody else just so there's, uh, you know, it's just you and them and there's some banter there. Yeah. Um, so I just think Midway Mania for me is a better experience. Okay. Uh, Star, War- uh, Star Wars, Spider-Man feels cold. Uh, you know, the spider, the things you're shooting at are not interesting. They're spider bots and there's just thousands of them. And that's not interesting after the first screen. That was going to be one of my questions was, does it feel weird to you that there is a, because this is, again, I haven't ridden this thing, so I don't know. But when I am being told that I'm going on a Spider-Man ride and the goal of the Spider-Man ride is to wrangle spider bots as opposed to fighting any Spider-Man villain, Green Goblin, or have uh, that be a surprise the vulture, or yeah, have that be a surprise. Several, there's there. several ones that could randomly break in and then you end up getting in an actual, and like, you have to, you, you have to actually help Spider-Man. That's dope. Defeat. That's fine. That's better. Like how is, how is that not the story that that's so crazy to me? Yeah. It, they come in. So the spiders, off pieces of armor or whatnot, yeah. or, 
or you know anything that grabbing would, the goblin's glider and making him fly off course like all those, any of those yeah things. any of that kind of, and then having some of that echoed in the practical effects around you right. steam effect yeah. you know like whatever that is none of that's really going on it's just these spider bots they come in you know it's like fruit ninja like there's some that are like totally worth, what, it, what it feels what, like. what worth more points yeah and then you encounter two or three like big versions of them, which is just the same thing, but it's just bigger. And then you rescue Spider-Man at one point. But I just don't really remember because I was trying to like get a high score. And in Midway Mania, the things you're shooting at are inherently like cute. And there's a sequence to unlock things. And uh-huh. that, that it's I think for most people, it's hard to figure out what that sequence is. You have to read on the Internet. But there is a way to like unlock higher scores. And it has a very like shooting gallery uh, thing, which is fun. The spider, the web slingers doesn't feel that way. It feels more like an arcade game, uh, yeah, like that. And so I don't know. It's fun. We would write it again, but if it's just that over and over again, that quickly becomes a ride that I'm just like, if it's a 15 minute wait, okay, it's a decent workout. I, like you're doing that the whole time. I'm trying to figure out for your yeah. workout, or was that uh, was that, that was after, after that was afterburn? Uh, after oh, nice. Yeah, I just yeah. I was trying to figure out how little can I move my fingers and still have these things go off. Uh, the whole the gamification of rides is just something I'm not on board with. It's weird. Yeah, I just it want, really I puts want you in a different experience. Yeah, I just want to. Oh, oh no, I'm here for you to entertain me. I work. Yeah, exactly. I work like, at I, home. My wife often says she gets very upset. When uh, we go to a concert and the artist wants them, wants the crowd to sing along, she's like, no, 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 that's what I paid you right, for. Exactly. I paid my tickets so that you would sing to me. I do feel like it's similar Especially like if like, it's like a, like a song you like went there to hear them sing and they're like, everybody, and you're like, like no, 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 just you. <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel like that's sort of what this gamification of theme park rides is like, where I'm like, no, I want I want to experience a story that I can only experience in this way. If I want to play a video game, I'll sit at home and play a video game. Yeah. And and I, I just uh and I was curious to see what that experience is like for you. Yeah, it's not even that way. great of a video game. Uh you know, I think that the spider bots themselves, I just I think there were a lot of bad choices on, on that because the spider bots are small. They're a yeah. swarm. They're a swarm thing. So there's lots of them on top of each other, which is it's that's interesting in a movie. It's not really interesting in a game where it's like I can't sort out what I'm shooting at. It's yeah, all you're happening. You're just hitting very anything. At yeah, that point, exactly. Right? Totally. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. just you're just flinging. And then you're like, well, what, what was your favorite part about the ride? You're like, did we go on a ride? I don't remember. I just I know I was flinging stuff, but I don't remember where it started yeah. and where it ended. And that's I think that's a bummer when I would have rather gone like on an experience. Like I would have rather gone to the tops of buildings. I would have rather, you know, swung or felt some kind of swinging motion. Certainly Disney can figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we went on that and then we went right over to Pim's test kitchen because you need to have food right after, right after you have food, you got to have food and you know, we wanted to experience everything. So we got the, the pickle, uh, the pickle, we got the pretzel, we the, got the, the giant super super giant pretzel. We got the super giant pretzel. We got the uh, some kind of. We got breakfast was what was available when we were there. Okay. So we got you know they have a little teeny egg and yeah the food was fine. It wasn't like amazing. It was. What was the experience of being in the test kitchen like? Did you? Enjoy it's not. That? It's not like the theming of the stuff. That's the, the pretzel thing that slides around and makes big little pretzels. That's fine. But because of COVID. Uh, there are two types of dining now. There's uh, mobile order dining where you put your name in and whatever. And then there's what they call st- standby dining, which is like you might be able to eat. We don't know. We'll figure it out. And so you go up and you wait. And then the inside of it's pretty hollowed out. Like there's no seats in there. You have to eat outside. And so Pim's Test Kitchen. You what? You have to eat outside. So Pim's Test Kitchen where you order and normally there would be a lot of activity. It was really hollowed out. Like it was just people kind of waiting in line to get their food. And and so that was kind of underwhelming. The food was... the was you know some of it was good it was a little underwhelming Did you eat on a trash can yeah we leaned up against a trash can we got great seats and then watched the wakanda 
parade thing. How was that? Fine. It was fine. Did you go watch the Doctor Strange thing? Uh, I saw it from outside. It was fine. Was anything more than fine at Avengers Campus? Uh, so after we went to uh, Pimp's Head's Kitchen, uh, we went for a little like walk, went in and hung out in the Spider-Man store, which was fine. Uh, and then this, <laughs> this is the thing. This is Disney. I'm going to tell you how Disney works. This is Disney. So it was all kind of fine. I wasn't super into any of it. But then I was walking. Do you think that a brand new land that opens up in a park yeah. that is owned by Disney, that the best you can hope for is fine i would i would expect a little more oh spider-man came down and hung like, upside down for a little bit and i was like was that? that that was cool did was you fine. get to meet with and did you get to meet and greet with him no he just hung out upside down for a second and eating a subway sandwich yeah he was eating a subway sandwich i'll tell you this was what this and this is what i find interesting about disney is we were walking back uh we were kind of walking back to meet back up with the rest of the family and where the that jet ride's going to go, where the building's yeah, the, built, the, the Quinjet, the Quinjet, Quinjet but ride. the you know the ride's not built, but the building's built for yes. it. There's this little rotunda, this little like rotunda that goes up. It's above the the park. Yeah, uh, and an Ant Man and like Wasp or Ant Man type character out there, and they just kind of walk. They they seemed kind of unaware that they were in a theme park, and they kind of walked, and then they sort of just like leaned on the railing and talked to each other as if they were like real superheroes in their real campus, and we're not super this like, is like abo- above you? yeah it was above it was okay. above on a rotunda yeah and that experience for me was actually like the coolest thing because it just seemed so natural it was like they were in pretty neat looking yeah costumes but they just seemed to be going about their day as superheroes which i think is the that's the storytelling conceit of avengers campus that they're just wandering around that is actually i think really powerful yeah and if i were disney i would lean into that i would spend more time having characters do stuff that they would normally do out there and not be aware of the theme park. Like, Oh, hello. Like, I don't, right. I don't care about that. Yeah. They, they have probably the world to save. So if there was some interaction up there where that was just not part of the theme park, it was just happening. It, it's almost, I think that was really powerful that they were just kind of hanging out up there. They Can were, you hear them have their conversation? No, they're or far, no, no. It's just... And then they would look at you and kind of wave, but they seemed very uninterested in the guests. They seemed very more like interested in talking to each other. Yeah. And yeah. you would think like, well, that sucks. And I was like, it was actually kind of awesome neat. because it just felt so like they were kind of bored, not bored of being superheroes, but it was like they're every day. It's just like they just woke up, got on their stuff. They're probably going to go fight crime. But right now they're just kind of chilling. Uh, did you were there any other character interactions in Avengers Campus? There were a little bit farther down towards Guardians of the Galaxy, but we didn't. I didn't obviously do that. You didn't do that. <laughs> then we wanted to go on Guardians of the Galaxy, but it was already a 50-minute wait. And then we uh, we were like, well, we've got to fast pass it. No fast passing, no lightning lane. We're like, we couldn't figure this out. So like, only standby? Just standby is the only thing. And so we're like, that can't be. And so we got, we saw a guy that looked just like a Disney cast member. They have a look. Yeah. Okay? There's like the ones that are there just for a little while. Generally, they have a name tag on that also. I'm talking about them. the ones where you're like, this is what this oh, dude's doing. For, the, for a while. This, this guy's doing this for the rest of right. his life. Yep. This is what he does. Yep. When people ask him... Like, hey, how are you? What do you do? Like, the, I'm a cast member. That's like, what I. This, and that's what I've done. You and could that's just what I'm tell. Going to do. So, we, uh, Teresa went up and asked him, like, hey, there's no lightning lane. There's no fast pass. He's like, no, we're in a transition period. There's none of that stuff. And she's like, okay, that's cool. And he's like, what, what, uh, what attraction were you guys trying to visit? Love that. And she's like, well, we wanted to go on Guardians of the Galaxy, but it was like already a 50 minute wait. And we can't fast pass it. And he's like, no promises, but just wait here for a second. Went and made a phone call, and he's like, okay, I gave I gave the people at Guardians of the Galaxy your name to so just go over there, give them your name, and you'll get right on the ride. So we're like, well, okay. Was nice. <laughs> I know it was awesome. So we went over there, gave my name, and they're like, "We've been expecting you. Come, come right on the." They ride. said, "Welcome, Robin's family. Welcome like, home." It happens everywhere. Welcome. Do you home. know that we're staying in the hotel? Is <laughs> of that of course what? we do? <laughs> yeah. 
So Road Guardians, it was uh, obviously amazing. And then, uh, you know, hung out in DCA. And then- Man, that's interesting. No, I'm sorry for yeah. interrupting. No, no, no. standby, only yeah. standby, no lightning lane, no fast pass. This is like original Disneyland. It is awesome. The only caveat to that is that I believe the uh, some of the key holders- and maybe vacation club people yeah. have access to to the system still where they can because oh, people were definitely getting checked in and going through them and we were led to believe by a cast member amazing man that they they were part of like a vacation club or a key holder program oh, where okay. they got into that but but by and large all the rides were standby only which is awesome they just move you know a 30 minute wait feels like a 30 minute wait interesting with where yeah. with fast pass sometimes and a single rider line a 30 minute wait felt like it was six hours sure, because it's like right. we're not moving yeah so that was awesome we went and rode radiator springs got got you know on that pretty pretty quickly because the thing just moves fun then uh penelope wanted to ride in credit coaster i wanted to go back to the room so it took uh took kennedy and on the way i was like dude you've never been on the river that river run ride like we should we're just staying grizzly right river here rapids. grizzly river rapids run. if we grizzly get river run i think so whatever maybe rapids <laughs> <laughs> we only do a Disneyland podcast yeah. for a year and a half. I haven't been on it for since it opened, so it's been yeah. over, you know, it's been a long time. And I've never been on it because <laughs> they don't have a big whirling saw that you almost get split in half, but Which then be, you get yeah. out of the way at the last moment. Yeah, that would be better. When they put that in there. Then you'll go on it. Then I'll go on it. So I was like, we should we should just go on it. If we get totally soaked, we're just going to go, like, we can just go right across yeah, and yeah. change. So it's right. perfect. And she's like, all right, let's do it. So we got on with a fun, fun group of Wasn't like- was it like 65 when you went too? And like foggy? Uh, it was, but that day in Disneyland, it was kind of hot. But oh, okay. yeah, but okay. there was like, we stopped in uh, Ventura and it was totally overcast. Okay. But uh, so we got on with a fun, fun group of fun group of guys, like college guys. And so it was fun chatting with them and stuff. And Do you plug our show? <laughs> yeah with them i was like yeah, if you guys like, just, if you guys like, just have give me a your phones let me download it for you, <laughs> you guys have you didn't tell them about our show <laughs> no i didn't tell and you really missed an opportunity there i know so that ride is uh i forgot this so i told you we were going to talk about this about the getting uh dizzy and and when yeah, you go right. upside down and stuff like yeah, that yeah because we were talking about uh i think it was on instagram asking like when you go upside down yeah. do you still have a problem i haven't been on an upside down ride of since I've turned 40. I mean, so it's, yeah. it's been several years. So I don't, I don't know what it feels like to ride a roller coaster in my forties. Yeah. And I, and I have historically had no problem with that. Barrel rolls is just go up, down, upside down as many times as you can. Never bothered me yeah. since I turned 40 bothers me a lot. Yeah. And uh, why is that? I don't know. It <laughs> just feels like it does. Your, it feels your body's like, like, Oh, give it up. No, not anymore. <laughs> no, uh-uh. Uh-uh. We know that this was fun at one point. Not anymore. No. Have you ever sat? Sitting's fun. <laughs> I don't know. Sitting's what great, <laughs> but you have to stand or else your legs will fall asleep. So this ride, I didn't remember this. The 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 highlight of this ride is not the river rapids or going down the thing. It's that the thing spins constantly the entire time you're oh, on it. No, the thank thing you. just spins, and then you get a little reprieve when you go up, and then it just spins, and you go down some rapids, and then before you go down the big rapid, it just they spin you you're more constantly twirling. It just spins, and then you wait while you're waiting to deboard, and before you get to the spinning rotunda thing, you just spin the entire time. And I was like, I had this like moment of like, dude, this. Is got to stop spinning like i don't i don't like this <laughs> i would throw up into the rapids that's what would happen i'm sure it does happen i felt that spinning i think for the next two and a half hours oh no i was still like we were over in disneyland and they're like are you okay and i was like i'm still on that stupid ride in my head i'm still spinning um Man, it was it was rough. smaller and shorter than i remember and uh it seems like all some of the effects are gone like at the end the things that shoot over the water that shoots over 
There's like no theming in that thing. There really isn't. Yeah. That was what's so surprising is uh, there is a storyline, but they don't do a lot to tie that in. There's there's the, the storyline is rapids, uh, a cave with some hooting and hollering, and that's it. Like and there's spinning. not a lot. Yeah, there's the theme not a lot spin. going on. And then we went over to Disneyland. Disneyland was was really fun, super magical. I think mostly because of the the lack of lightning lane or fast pass. Just yeah. all lines were moving. Went on Snow White. Uh, got rise boarding pass. Yeah, how'd you was that was that difficult? I mean, uh, you know, is it still the seemed easy the mad it, rush? It is. Yeah, it's still the whatever the eight and one or whatever. But we got them, and we only tried it at the one o'clock and got got it. And how was it your second experience? How was your second experience of that? Honestly, not as not as good. Still, you knew you knew the surprises. The queue is better because last time we we were we. I just don't want to tell you too no, much. No, please don't. The first time we we were kind of rushed through the queue, mm-hmm. and I will just say that the cast members that of that ride, when somebody's being rushed through the queue like that, and they can get a few more people in a particular part of the ride, uh, they can incorporate that into the story. Uh, I see. And okay, so do. it has a more rushed feeling as a yeah, result. and that okay. is the dopest thing ever okay. when you get that. When you get the more relaxed version of that particular sequence, it's still dope. It's still amazing. Um, but we just happened to be in this tail group the first time, which is just the dopest experience. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, but we did get to be inside the inner queue part for more for a longer period of time. So we didn't even wait in that part last time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'd never been inside where it's like this, uh, like Tatooine sort of like dirt hoth kind of bunker thing that, okay. you, that you go through. You go past weapons racks and you mm. go through like digital. That is really, really, uh, neat. Um, and I think what's really neat, why that just remains the most impressive entertainment experience that's been built is like you start the, you start in the queue in this very meager, humble spot of just being in like this dirt bunker, right? And you're, you're on this planet, you're in this dirt bunker, man. And just like, you're, 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 you're a rebel. Everything's kind of just not great. And then you realize having not me having been on the ride, like I know where that I'm going oh, and, and how I'm going, I'm can... going into the like polar opposite of yeah. that, like the story yeah. arc of that ride is massive where you go from basically a Luke Skywalker person to whatever, like the skill to be able to do that with Hmm. architecture and cleanliness and layout. And it's just really impressive how big that ride is. Um, And so the the ride itself, I mean, the trackless thing is just, it's insane. It's so good. Right. Were you just, I I mean, obviously, you know, you can't experience that again for the first time. You can't do that. But was it, uh, you know, was, does it continue to satisfy? Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Like yeah. it just, dude, that ride is, it's not even a ride. It's like eight rides. You never <laughs> know hundred percent what's happening or where you're going or whatever. Oh, we guess we're on this type of ride now. It's like, is this, is the ride over to just start? Yeah. And it's like, you're not even right. You're still in the queue and you're like, dude, I don't know what's going on, Oh my gosh! but I'm just, I'm into so much of it. And, uh, so that was fun. Haunted Mansion rode that, saw the saw the you know, the the gingerbread house. Twentieth anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary? I think it's the thirtieth. Or no, it's the twentieth. Twentieth, twentieth anniversary, that's right. Of the Haunted Mansion overlay. Correct. Yeah. And that was fun. That's good. Yeah, that, that's my any days. fun merch. Uh, like there because wasn't of a, that? yeah, I looked for you for all day, man. We were going in stores and stuff, and it just there wasn't anything just hitting yeah, hitting, hitting me as as anything that was exciting. How do they not sell a gingerbread ornament every yeah. year of what the what the inside gingerbread house looks like? That's so weird. Oh play. yeah, all the merchandise for me just at this particular trip felt a little felt a little flat. Okay. Yeah. Overall, though, a good a good experience. Sounds like overall, really, a good really, really good. Like, what a special time to be able to experience Disneyland in this little transition period where there. I would I would almost like be like, dude, if you can go when before Lightning Lang and that whole thing comes yeah. back, if you can get into this because it is like old Disneyland now. Like, you just we just waited for rides. Like nobody, 
you waited for Haunted Mansion and you just wait and the place you are in line is the place you are in line. Now, was it a busy day? I mean, was it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We were up in the 45s and 50s and stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's, waiting, that's waiting a bit. I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, none of not, it was hard. Like, yeah, none not, of it were hard. You're talking about 120 minutes yeah. for Radiator Springs, which it can, it can be at times, you know? So. Yeah. We, all the stuff we read, 30, 45 minutes, something like that. And we that's rode great. Radiator Springs. We Did rode you do, Space uh, Mountain. Did you do Smuggler's Run again? We didn't do Smuggler's no. Run. I had already played one video game that <laughs> you're day. You're done. But we went into Toontown, and man, that place is because of is it the, a mess. It is such a mess because of the construction they're doing for their runaway train and uh, Roger Rabbit, right? And, yeah, Roger Rabbit, Rabbit was open. Me. We wrote it. And oh, it was it, open. It, yeah, it's still Roger Rabbit. Uh, you know, but that whole five and dime's gone. So with that little village there with the bars you can break, yeah, and the right. I think the electric factory's gone. <gasps> I know. No, really? That's I think the it best is. part of Toontown, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I think that part is gone because that five and dime's definitely gone. That whole town square is gone. Is that going to be the entrance for Runaway Railroad? Yeah. Dude, that Runaway Railroad feels like it's taken up a third of the park. It probably is. So you have the Mickey's House left part with the Gadgets Go Coaster, and you have the Roger Rabbit part. It feels like that ride is huh. like almost all of Toontown. Oh, that's going to be exciting, though, when that thing's open. It is, but I think that ride is too big for Toontown, so it'll be really interesting to see... Like the tune, the whole land almost is now about supporting that one ride. Sure, yeah. because we we came underneath, you know, underneath the tracks, up the berm, and you you hit that construction gate really quickly. Like it's just right there. Yeah, and I was like, and so there's nobody in Toontown because the place is a disaster. And I was just like, like right now, Toontown's the quietest place. Toontown's the quietest place in the park. What happens when Mickey's Runaway Railway opens? Right, this place is going to be bananas. Well, think about. It. I think uh, when you think from a guest flow experience yeah. like it's sort of genius to have runaway railway in the back of the park because yeah. it's an e-ticket that will attract people all the way pull back through there. yeah in the same way that rise of resistance on the opposite side of disneyland pulls people in there yeah and so theoretically you would have less congestion through you, you know the classic areas of the park a, as a result a really really fun trip like it brought back the magic the magic for me also was in the hotel experience and also just the no fast passes that return to just yeah. so we're all here we're all here to experience the day we're all what if it says 30 minutes it's probably 25 it says 50 it's probably 40 because it just it just moves and it's, it's it was just such a that was such a fun return that was gonna to, be my question was yeah. you know where is the magic is the magic still there and re- remind me the last time you went to disneyland it was when it first opened after COVID and the, and there the, you had the really weird line and spacing issue. I think right? that was, I think or that did was, you go another time? I think we did go another time. Okay. Um, so I think I've been three since okay. COVID opened. Uh, but this was very much back to normal in terms of like, there's not crazy line stuff. Snow yeah. whites is, is a normal, like before it went out under the castle and right, into exactly. Frontierland. Yeah. Now that's normal. Peter Pan's normal. Um, so, uh, it was fun. This is one fun. Kenny wanted to ride the carousel for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And so we did the thing that I told people to do on this podcast of like, pick, pick a horse that you want. And then, so she picked one on the internet and Daisy and wanted to ride that. And then we, you know, watched it come around and counted it back from the horse that was in front of us. Got on. She got to get on the horse she wanted. That was fun. Oh, like, that's that, actually, that actually worked. That's and awesome. That, and it was really fun. Uh, so do you recommend people going I mean, is there any any reservation, any hesitation you have to people going back to Disneyland at this point? Like right now, in this period before Lightning Lane opens, I think is it is a golden time to go. Like okay. it, it is, they're doing you know stuff. There's characters out. It's fun. They're not like doing the meet and greets, but yeah. they're out. It feels very Disney like uh, to me. It, it felt like the closest thing to it, and even better to some extent because yeah. of the lack of that weird waiting thing. So I don't know. It feels it feels really good. The masks 
still indoors, still when you're on a ride, you're going to have to wear it. Okay, let me ask you a question about yeah. that. How much cheating is there in that? Because, you know, like, that's that's my they biggest barrier you. right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they yell at you. But even if you're on the ride? I mean, mm-hmm. how's that, how does that work? Uh, through the loudspeaker. Really? Yeah. So if I'm on Pirates and I take my mask off, there's going to be somebody on the loudspeaker that's going to tell me to put I didn't, my mask I didn't on? hear it. I heard it on other rides. Wow, really? I heard, Yeah, uh, not like any big name rides, but I did hear somebody come over. Oh, we got yelled at. Uh, did you really? Yeah, we were in the, we were in the queue for... Uh, Roger Rabbit and I think Penelope kept wanting to take a drink of water and then a guy would come on and be like just to remind you blah blah and then we did it again and it came on again then we did it again and it came again I was like I think he's talking to like the Robbins family (laughs) the Robbins family welcome Welcome home home. put your mask on (laughs) Um, oh and then the last last thing I would of course we have to talk about is the Jungle Cruise updates oh right yeah how was that being number one Jungle Cruise fan. I'm the number one. Yeah, it's good. It's like the, the ride's good. Like it's, it's still mostly the way it was. But, you know, the, the I think things that were a little disappointing was it seemed their solution was monkeys. Like if you don't know what to do, oh, just like always a solution. Just, just put in. Seems like that's a great answer monkeys. for um, So I'll tell you what the hits were. Like the change to the pole, the the climbing pole, yeah. adding the tourists in there. So that's great. No yeah. problems there. Okay. That, that's that's a an improvement if not a push that's great that's great uh the trader sam's i gotta dude people love trader sam and i'm a huge fan i'm a jungle cruise skipper in my heart i almost think this is a trade-up like the little shack and the stuff that's going on in the shack like this little like lost and found thing they really put it's it's fun oh, you mean the trader sam's the gift shop that they yes, have the gift shop oh, okay at the end of at the end of yeah, jungle cruise which is replacing trader sam when he was there the head salesman he was there head salesman's gone right and now there's this this gift shop Right there. Oh, it's not. It's not an actual physical gift. No, shop. no, it is a. Oh, it's, it is, it's, it's in a the ride. themed ride in uh, element. Interesting. And it's good. Really? Yeah, it's good. I think it's a trade up. I think How it is. So they they get rid of an animatronic and they put a scene in there. There's like doesn't... a monkey there that's doing stuff, and it's really built out like a gift shop, I and mean, it feels kind of tchotchkeish. Oh, it's that's just, cool. It feels like a, like a junk space gift shop if you were like traveling through the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but Jungle Cruise. Do version they make of that. a reference to who? Sam is I think yeah it does say Trader Sam's uh, he didn't the skipper this does skipper, skipper didn't eyes he did look at one section that hit, I think and that had been changed and he said something like this is what you're seeing now but it used to be something else and, and the joke made sense on like three different layers and uh-huh. I was like I wonder if he did that on purpose yeah, right because this usually this literally was something else uh, now there's two sunken jungle cruise boats in, on the yeah. ride past the hippo there's barely one and then where the hokey pokey headhunter uh dancers I, I guess they were cannibals I'm not really sure they were doing the hokey pokey the people that were doing the hokey pokey they filled that all in with vegetation and then just sunk a boat in front of it and that's really kind of is that where the monkeys are uh there's monkeys just all over the right now Okay. <laughs> they run rampant. Out, put a monkey in it. Yeah, that seemed to be the theology, and I thought that was a trade down. Honestly, okay. that they that there's so much backfill area there where they were doing that hokey pokey dance, and they didn't do anything. They, in there. they don't have anything up. No, there. it's just filled with vegetation, and there's a sunken boat. That's weird. Yeah, that felt like a trade so feel down like to they're me. Putting more things in is that where the rock goes? Pretty. I soon? think so. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're just. He's probably back there now. He probably, he probably is. Probably is the rock. It's probably Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's just. Eating the subway. Yep. So I think it's fun. I mean, the Junker is fine. Like largely not that big a is deal. Is it noticeable? I mean, at the end of the day, like, is it one of those things where it all, it doesn't feel, does it feel changed out or does it feel like, yeah, if I didn't know that they changed these things, no. I would never, if never you didn't, noticed. if you didn't know, you wouldn't know if you're a jungle cruise fan, you would definitely be able to sure. spot the changes. Yeah. Like well, there's a boat in the water. That's weird. Oh, there's another boat in the water. That's even weirder. Uh, and then, but the, the trader Sam thing again, feels like a trade up to me. The okay. hokey pokey thing feels like a dude, you guys could have put like another 
you guys should have done something done here. Something. Yeah. Yeah. A Lily Houghton animatronic. Yeah. Put some, put some, yeah. That's what's going to happen, you know. I know. I'm, I think our Jungle Cruise, our beloved Jungle Cruise, I feel like it's vulnerable to the Pirates treatment. Listen, they can put Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. They can put Emily Blunt in, in Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I, I don't know how I feel about seeing a, a rock. Uh, just a giant man with a teeny cap. Yeah. Just coming out of the forest at you. Yeah. The jungle at you. We rode Indy. And when we were in right before we were in the film room, uh, the lights uh, lights came on. And it was just so funny how many people in that line knew that that meant the ride is broken down. Because yeah. like all <laughs> right. at once, the whole thing was just like, oh, <laughs> just like, like, are we all do we do we all just live do here? We just stay here. <laughs> I guess we just stay here. Now yeah, it was it was just so up. funny. All right. So great. Trip. Sounds like a great experience overall very magical uh one of the questions i had to you which i I shot you over text was uh you you i blame you squarely for uh causing me to be obsessed with one wheeling because you've taken me one wheeling now on two occasions yeah we went for a long old ride it was great i love it i'm going to encourage you to go off road with me i know i'm nervous it's gonna be great okay i love it and so uh, one wheel is a uh, not inexpensive uh, purchase. Yes. And so it's something that you have to save for, not unlike a Disney vacation you have oh, to save yeah. for. Oh, that's right. And I posed to you the question. I was like, yes. if I had enough money to either purchase a one wheel, which is sort of an off-roading, uh, snowboarding on asphalt type of experience, yeah. or I could take a vacation to Disney for a weekend which would I do? And you said, that's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack yeah. in that question. And you gave me a quick throwaway answer. You said yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. But I'm curious to ask you that on this show, you know, uh, if, if, if I had a choice between those two, yeah. I could only do one of those things. What, what is your, and you have been able to do both of those things. Yeah. What would you recommend for, for me? So I think that, uh, I'm answering this for you, not for just a generalized 45 for year old person. For 40, how would you answer for a generalized 45 year old person? Different? I don't know. I, you know, it's such a personal question, so I, I can only answer it for you. I would, okay, have, to, I'd have, to, I would have to know that person to some degree. And I think that right now, uh, prior to today, prior prior to this last trip, there were some there were some liabilities with going to Disneyland. Yeah, I don't know that the magic the magic actually might get ruined for you. So I would be like, just get a one wheel. That's a guaranteed good experience. <laughs> your kids Pri- are going to ride to this trip. You yeah, prior to this trip, yeah. your kids are going to ride it with you. It's going to get you guys out in nature a little bit more. And so I think like I'm worried about you risking that money on something where you might get there and be like, Ugh, mm-hmm. like this is not good, and actually like Disney less now. That I will tell you, despite being a host of a Disneyland show. That's I'm nervous about. Yeah. This right it's something now. to I'm be nervous, nervous about, about the Disney yeah. experience right now. But if, if I could give you the trip that I just had, I, I mean, I would pick that all day long. I mean, there's, well, there's you stayed at the California adventure. Yeah, I know uh, that's, that's, that's uh, tough. You know, yeah. I still think the part, I think the part in this little golden period that we're in right now, I think what I experienced knowing you, I think it does more to heal uh, some of the thoughts you have about Disney, yeah. about being a cast member, about being a dad, seeing that, uh, hearing your kids after and the day of, uh, I think those questions that they start to ask you about Disneyland pay in dividends way beyond a one wheel. Hmm. Uh, and you have just wonderful kids who are very vocal about. No, there's certainly <laughs> certainly no lack of making memories with them. That yeah, way, for and sure. so I just think right now there is a, like if, I, if we could send you those weekends, so I can like get there when there's no lightning lane, there's not a lot of crowds, it's a little still. 
this war building up to you're gonna send me this weekend uh, dude we need to figure out how to do that for all of you for the whole because I, I would for you i would spend that money on that right now because i know that it is it's good enough for your kids or they're going to have a good clean disney yeah. experience you're going to be like okay i remember why i love this and you being able to heal that part of you i think is it, it pays dividends in the creative work you do and the dad that you are uh, and the creative person you are. So there's just like, there's these soft, longer benefits versus the benefits of a one wheel are more immediate and more, uh, you, you feel them right away. Sure. Uh, like this feels yeah, yeah. freeing. This yeah. feels like a release. Uh, the Disney thing is such a part of who you are. And if I think there's a way to heal that, repair that, put that back to work into the world, then I would pick that for you all day long. That's a good answer. And I think right now that's where it's at. What about in the spring when Lightning Lane is introduced? All bets bets are off. When the prices go up, Lightning Lane comes and it's hot. Right. (laughs) I'm like... Why do I like this again? Because I've been through a f- several of those phases. Yeah. Uh, but we got, I call, we got what uh, Disney lucky on this trip where we had great. Disney people doing favors for us. It's just that magic. Sometimes there's breathing room. I, I agree. Where, where cast members can just make things happen for you. And they love doing it. And it is the Disney difference. I mean, it is that wonderful thing where you, yeah. when you, when you experience that, you go, oh yeah, I remember, I remember why yeah. I love this this much. And so it's always a, it's always a probability that you're going to encounter real magic right now. It's in the high eighties to nineties. Yeah. Whereas on our last trip, it was in the sixties. And then the first COVID trip, I was like, this is not, this is not yeah. Disneyland. I told you one of my friends said, it's like somebody else bought the Disney, bought Disneyland and tried to ruin they it, just but, to ruin just, it as much but, as they could. But, but didn't do a great job of ruining yeah. it. Like <laughs> right. Some of it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like that anymore. It feels like Disneyland That's to me. Exciting. Yeah. yeah, I'm very excited to hear that. Oh, uh, a Muppets Haunted Mansion. Did you experience that? Did they have that? That's that nothing there. That I, up? Oh, yeah, they did nothing. Oh, nothing that's too bad. Oh well, that's too bad. What a downer. Wow, we really ended on a downer. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy that you went. I'm excited to hear about your trip, and obviously, like living vicariously through yeah, yeah. through your adventures is just a delight for me. Just so. my experience. Your mileage will vary. Your experience will vary depending. Like again, like. Dude, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. I know. It's a lot of waiting. A, a, for me especially, a few things can go wrong where I'm just like, dude, I, this is not worth it. Listen, I think the next trip is the Storms Robins trip. Yeah. I just think it has, I feel like it has to be that way. That I like, I would love nothing more than for our families to go down together for a weekend and just have a great time together and a great time separately. Like I would love that. I so think much. we're so perfectly matched that too, because like it's going to come off weird, but like we're pretty chill about it and yeah. i would love to see your kids just bonkers they will like, be bonkers. I, I would love to see that because it, it was like well, what do you guys want to do it's like literally whatever you want to do we don't care i like, am we curious to see what happens when our daughters get together that's a little nerve-wracking because i feel i feel like it is going to be off the charts yeah uh with excitement i know and then uh and then kennedy and my oldest like they have this real cool chill vibe with each other yes. that I think that they'll they'll just be like they'll be like two chill out entertainers. Yeah. Uh, whereas our daughters are just gonna go ballistic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I can't Thanks wait. Thanks for listening to the trip report. It was a great trip report. Thanks for everybody who joined the Instagram live from the hotel room. I waited there for you for as long as I could. Wait, you did Instagram live from the hotel room? Yeah, I did. Why didn't you send me a text and tell me that you're doing That's that? That's the smarter way to do it. I thought yeah. it alerted. I thought <laughs> Wait, it alerted. I'm, just, I'm just on Instagram all the time I, waiting for you. I thought you? it alerted you on your phone like that I'd gone yeah, live. Yeah, when I log into yeah, Instagram. I realized does. that after. I was like, I told all the people that were in there to, to, I was like, you guys hang out here and wait for Scott and tell him I was here. <laughs> Doesn't work that <laughs> I way either. I had no idea. Yeah, we Instagram totally from, the, joined from the balcony. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We love making this show. We sure hope you've enjoyed listening to it. 
This has been Bobses and Banthas, and we release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen wherever. to podcasts. And we can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse Radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. You can check out Magic of the Mouse Radio for the best Disney music and podcast 24-7 uh, by visiting... You uh, go to your browser address bar, you put in an H, a T, another T, a P, uh-huh. a colon, uh, two of the forward slashes. Two of the forward slashes. And then you go bobsledsandbanthas.com. www. You don't have to. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't. No. No. You just put the bobsledsandbanthas.com slash, uh-huh. and then you spell same out the slash, word. Same slash, same forward slash? Yep, same one. So okay. you have three total in there, the word radio in lowercase, just the way radio is spelled. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that That's great? That's really easy. Yeah. That's what you can do. Also, we would love it if you followed us on Apple Podcasts and would love it if you left us a review. <gasps> Leave okay. a five-star review because you get it read on the show. Right Whatever you show. put in there. Whatever you put in there, as long as it's family appropriate. Yeah. Then we'll read it. If you want to tell, you want to use that time to tell us that you didn't like a movie, tell us that. That's We'd great. like to hear that. If you want to tell us that you think we're just uh, full of baloney and you give us a five-star, we'll read that too. Yeah, that's great. You can visit us at bobsandbanthas.com. You can email us at podcast at bobsandbanthas.com if you want to do a collaboration with us or you have an idea for a show. We would love to hear from you. Again, we would love it if you supported us over on Patreon. Patreon got Patreon bomb. Oh yeah, Patreon bomb bomb Yeah, Patreon gom dom bomb forward slash bobsandbanthas. That's where you can uh, hit us up and support us and you can wear us over at Tee Public. And you can join the Bantha Tears for all the fun we have on Instagram we're at Bob's and Banthas. Until next week, he has been a man named Aaron. Oh, that's absolute. And I have been a man named Scott. Yes, you have, and still are. And still are. We'll see you next week. 83. Bob's and Banthas, and we'll see you hoot. for 83, which may be Shang-Chi. Could be Shang-Chi. Yeah. Or maybe we do, yeah, probably Shang-Chi. Because Disney Plus Day. Oh, we are going to recap Disney Dust Plus Day because we're going to lean oh into gosh. it. We're going to lean into it so we're gonna start much. Li- we, may, we may live stream Disney Plus Day starting from Disney Plus Day all the way until our normal recording time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. You See got you text. Week. You can check that text. People are waiting for me to not be here anymore. I said I'd be on the 7, I know. All right, we're out of here. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In the electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. The magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.